Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits here at the Recycle Garage, and I know Phil hates it, but I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Sunny Santa Cruz, California. And was it sunny? But there was still a cool breeze, so it wasn't like balls hot. It was sunny, <laughs> it perfect, was, the yeah. best of both worlds. Yeah. It was. You don't realize you're getting burned until the end of the day. Yeah. You're all red. Until, My, until like I need to move inside. My neck hurts. How was Hollister <laughs> today? Hollister what, what was, was the uh, weather like? It was fantastic. There was was it hot? There was nobody there really. Was it hot? No. Was, uh, what weather? How was no, it hot? It was no, really no. nice. Uh, it was really good, nice. Good. Hey, who's here tonight? So hey, in the mm. house tonight we got me. This is Eliza. What's up, Wiggy Wax? Yeah. Nope. Used twice already. <laughs> What's up? Just don't Wish. say wig bombs. Don't say w- what's wiggly up. Warps. Just no. Wiggly worms. <laughs> Just no. Just say yes. God. <laughs> what's up, my people? There you go. What's, uh, what's up? Okay. And next to me, running the board, we have Zach. Still haven't blinked out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> Still hasn't blinked. Define existence, man. <laughs> what's robot, here, bro? Robot man. Over in the corner, we got Bagel. I am leaf on the wind. Watch how I soar. <laughs> Fortune cookie. Like a deep quote. man. No. We got Silent Dave. Good evening. There we go. <laughs> I got Knack. Hi. How are you guys doing? Like wow, that. you gave me shit? Really? Okay. What? I just said what? You want to see how I'm watch this? And next to that, we got Douglas. Uh, could you, like, do that thing with my seatbelt again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, right in the couch today, it is Stark Alley. We got oh, Jim. Wow. Hey, hey, hey. And Jake. Winner is coming. Uh, it is. Has if you work retail, winter is starting next month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's when the Christmas yeah, the beautiful starts, right? Yep. Still five months away. Next to that, we got Mike. How you doing? And back after a long time, we got Josh. Yo. Balls yeah. of steel. <laughs> and then we, next to that, we got Craig. Hello, my sillies. Hi. So, hey, I wanted to start right off with an email that uh, it touched my heart. It really did. Um, this is things. really cool. So, um, I don't know if you you dingbats in here realize this, but uh, when we first started out, I think it was like third podcast or something, I said, you know what? We should get, like, see if anyone's listening. Hey, if you're listening, send us an email and we'll send you a free shirt. <laughs> and Holly from England responded. So I had to pay to send a shirt to England, but I was so stoked <laughs> somebody was listening. And yep. guess who emailed us? <laughs> this is from. Uh, I've been waiting for like three months to use that shit. Right? So uh, this is from Oliver. Uh, he says, "Hi, Liza and the Misfits. Wanted to email, say hi, tell you what motorbike-related nonsense I've been up to, and let you know I've been spreading the word in England. Hey. Awesome. Hey. Thank here, you so here. much." Uh, since I emailed last time, I had to sell the CB750. Uh, managed to sell it for twice what I bought it for. God bless the nice. cafe racing fad, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going through a bikeless phase at the moment, but you guys got me looking on eBay for a few hours at work when I finished listening to the po- latest podcast each week. Not that I don't do that anyway. Cool. 
with us, man. Rad. Uh, but I've been spreading the word, and I've got my friend Dom well and truly into the podcast. He was even impressed I was the first person to write in. What's up, Dom? <laughs> Dom, up, Dom, Dom, Dom. <laughs> the interesting part is Dom has started an electric motorbike company in Brighton. No they way. started oh. this January, and although it's early days, they've got a first prototype based on a Yamaha Phaser. Cool. Probably no, has well. a different name on your side of the pond. No, it's just no, spelled it's differently. Um, they're working out getting custom frames built at the moment, and have will uh, and will have full built from scratch electric motorbikes soon. I'll send pictures when they exist. That's cool. awesome. Yeah, right on. what's happening? <clears throat> cool. Dom's just bought himself a TRX 850. Don't know what that is, but uh, he's trying to rectify all the issues of buying a sport bike with 40,000 miles on the clock. But it looks and sounds Yamaha, good. Cool. And that's what really matters. I ride a sport uh, bike with 70,000 miles estimated on it. Yeah, it's nah, still good. good. <laughs> 70,000 in 1985 is totally different from 70,000 in 2016. Totally, totally. Uh, I've attached some pics of the prototype, uh, a painting I did in their workshop wall, yep. and Dom with his new bike. It's yeah, so TRX. good cool. wow. that That's you all guys are on TV celebrities now. I love hearing the lovely English accent of Emma. Yeah. Although so your agreed. English accents are all very good and accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. And Cheerio. Just, those were Irish, by the way. Cheers. Um, and just keep up the good work. Also, say hi to Dom for me. Hey, Dom. Hey, hey Dom. Dom. Ollie. Hey, Dom, you're awesome. Yeah. And Ollie, you're awesome, too. Thanks for writing in. That's cool. Way yeah. cool. So, uh, Thanks. Yeah, sorry, the TRX 850, um, that is a Euro-only, I believe, parallel twin Yamaha. Uh, remember coming across it when uh, I used to have a subscription, subscription to uh, Performance Bike Magazine, and a guy had like a tricked-out TRX 80, and it was pretty cool. But it looked like a, a Ducati uh, 900 Supersport. Pretty mission-looking bike. Cool. And so, basically, we got a lot of different ride reports to cover tonight, but um, let's just go real quick to Mike, who just got back from dirt biking. Real quick, so you said the weather was good there, because a bunch of us are going tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, I the, it, first of all, when I went down there, it was... Cool. Like, thank you very much. Yeah. Josh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No. Okay, but... My fa- you you were out in the parking lot like you couldn't you could not hold yourself back as you're showing me spread eagle form of what Ducati Dave looked like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was like a cartoon character. Was it what, the fly uh, I'll tell you, first of all, I, I went down there and I had deja vu because I had been back and forth on that same road right by Hollister yesterday for the rally. So it was like, and then I was driving in a car, so it was really fucking nice because I wasn't avoiding the Harleys the whole time. But, um, then we got we, we got there. Antonio was there with that girl Rebecca that mm-hmm. came for your podcast. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Rebecca Bouchard. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's fucking awesome. Yep. She was a really really good rider, and we weren't riding fast enough for her. And I think Dave kind of thought that that was the case. So anyway, we were arguing with Dave like the entire day, like, dude, take it easy, take it easy. Is and this his first time on dirt? Yes. Oh. And he didn't have gear, so I said, dude, go to Fault Line, go buy some gear and sell it on Craigslist tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, don't ride without gear. Just don't do it. He did like I did in Metcalf the first time. You guys okay. remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like watching me the entire time. And he desperately wanted to get on a bigger bike, and I was like, dude, just stay on the 125. Dude, just do it. He was on the TTR? Yeah. And you should have seen the stuff he was doing on it. It was crazy. So we're riding, Antonio shows up. And I kind of like, wish I saw it, too. <laughs> oh, I wish I had my GoPro on. I've never seen anything like this. 
You know how like when you have those like mishaps where you're like come real close to a cliff and you're like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, he went full board right off Jesus. the cliff. <laughs> oh, shit. I, I've only seen that once before this and it is, was Jake. This is on Antonio's TTR one. No, this is on Charlie. Charlie. Oh, no. The small wheel? It's yeah, already wheel. Wait, okay, wait, okay, he no. didn't die, right? No. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 let Mike describe. Wait, did Charlie okay. ever fix the handlebars on that? Are they still yeah, he cocked did. it like that? No, he fixed So them. let Mike describe yeah. what he saw. The thorn bushes <laughs> broke his fall. <laughs> All of them. Ooh. On the way oh. down. So, oh, my God. So that wasn't the first thing. So here's the thing is, you know how we always take people to the flat track and we, we like, you know, feel the tire slip, go around a couple times, you get faster and you get comfortable with the bike. Yeah. So we're sitting there and he's fucking just going like ham. And he's he's leaning like Charlie mm. first did, like it's a fucking sport bike. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and, and then so we I'm like waving him down, like like I fucking know anything about dirt biking. Yeah. But this was what made it really interesting today was I was finally not the worst rider there. <laughs> hey, hey, it only took like, a year and a half. Yeah, like legit, not the worst one there. So I was actually able to like help some people out and ride really well. I nice. felt like I did because I was riding better mm-hmm. than everyone else. So anyway, well, I'm like, you know, just do this, and we're, we're kind of going over it. Then he's trying to tell his girlfriend Ashley how to ride a dirt bike, and we like grabbed him by the shoulders and we're like, all right, come on over here. You know what I mean? Let, let's yeah. just have a talk. Remember where I fucking flipped a couple like last month and I had to go home because I busted my foot up? Yeah. 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 He's going around the turn. He goes super wide on that that turn right when you come in. And I said to him, I'm looking at Ashley and Mike and I'm like, yo, watch, watch. You see what he just did? He's going to fucking drop it right there. Guarantee you. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, totally. So he goes fucking balls out all the way around the big long turn, comes around the tree, makes the right turn. That right hand turn? That yeah. one yeah, that right, right hand, hand turn. Mm-hmm. It's so slippery. Up. It's always and it's slippery. got a berm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, actually, it's it's the left hand turn right when you come in there. It's okay, like that yeah. first one. It's like that big whatever. It's a short one eighty. Right before the straight. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. What did he do? Fucking high side. Just oh. like me. Nice. Spot. I pointed Oof. to it. I was like, he's gonna crash right there. So I know some shit now. You <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. That's a, that's a Puerto Rican voodoo shit. You oh, it put is. On. You know, like, <laughs> I told. I was. I fucking totally called it. So anyway, so when we're getting up on the trails and we're having like talks with Dave, we're like, dude, just take it easy. Like you know, ride your ride. Like he's like, oh, I, 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 like I, I'm real good. Like I'm riding good on this one, that one. He did not want to hear shit. And we're like, you know, <laughs> don't lean like it's a sport bike. You know, put your fucking foot out. Sit up on the tank. Yeah, that is not your bike. Well, that, that's what I said. I told him what you guys told me. I said, look, you know, uh, first of all, you're too stupid to know how dangerous it is. <laughs> I don't know if that he liked that very much. No, and I, I, I said, not. And then what caught me was that, hey, it's not your bike. You know, that, and I was like, cha-ching, I don't want to pay someone $4,000 today. You know, I just want yeah. to have some fun. But that didn't register to him. You know what I mean? Damn. So we go on the trails. Antonio comes out, and he's like, you know how Antonio is? He's really good. He's, like, taking his time, explaining things. It was great. So how do we do it when we ride with a bunch of people? All the good, fast people stay up front, and then, then, then they wait for all the slower people. Well, this motherfucker did like he did on the rally and was right up front trying to keep up on the 125 with everybody. And I'm right behind him. And I'm like, should I pass him? Should I pass him on the 400? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to stay here and just stick with him. And he's not standing up. He's, like, taking the bumps. He's leaning back on the fucking seat, you know? And I'm like, all right, whatever. And and then all of a sudden, Antonio gets to a point where he's far ahead enough, and he was around this wicked fucking turn with a bank where, like, all the, the on the other side of the bank is just a tree. Like, do you know what what trail yeah. this was? Oh, he's like, oh, you gotta ask Antonio. Okay. He'll know exactly where it was. And like, so they're like on the berm, and they like parked up on the top of the berm so that we could just keep going past them or whatever. And and we come around a blind corner. Everybody else kind of passed by him, and all of a sudden I see them stop there, and I'm like, oh okay. But he, he I could I could tell he just like target fixated. 
and then and then he just went straight for him and then Charlie's like tippy toeing out of the way and next thing you know he fucking goes airborne right past him and and, and, and like hands and legs straight out like this like like spread eagle in midair like like Jesus is about to save him and then poof right into the darkness I I was like and I I swear to God I was like into the darkness into the darkness because as soon as he hit all the branches of the tree I couldn't see him anymore because it was just like up into the tree and then gone. Oh, but you know I mean? how, how was the bike? Exactly. So that's what happened. We parked the bike and I went down and I picked up the bike out of the thorn bushes. And he was like on the ground, like pulling fucking thorns out. And you're and like, shit. I gotta get this bike yeah, out of here. Like, oh, you flood the carb, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck, bro? You, know, you gotta ride this thing back, you know? But I couldn't. I, I had to laugh. It's like as, as soon as it happened, like I kind of felt bad. But it's like when you're on a construction site and somebody hits himself with a hammer. Yeah. It sucks, but it's so fucking funny. Yeah, right. <laughs> but like, it's really bad, you know. Do so, you do you see now the the parallel between the first time riders? Absolutely. With it was uh, a big yourself experience and for me. and now seeing newer riders that were trying to do what you were trying to do. Yeah, well, I was with my my friend Scott, who's got a 500 KTM. He wants to do the Vegas to Barstow, and I'm trying to get him to come and, and ride with us. And he finally convinced him to come today, and I'm so glad that he came because he kind of mm-hmm. did the same thing. He was able to gauge himself where he's at with everybody else, yeah. and you kind of need that. You really need to drive with better people and worse people to see where your faults and in, in this shit. So. Anyway, my man fucking sliding down the hill, right? And he, he, he had to go on like 30 feet down. And he must have been airborne for like 20 of those feet. <laughs> wow. Because by the time I parked the bike on the berm next to him, and, and Antonio goes like this. He's like, he looks at me, and, and, and he's like, everybody, two turns up to the left and wait for me. And I was like, oh, I'll come down. And he's like, two turns up and wait for me. And I was like, dude, I've never seen Antonio pissed like that. <laughs> wow. I was like, I hope he's going to set him straight. He's gonna set him straight. We go drive up. I pull my helmet off. I'm smoking a cigarette. We're all chilling by the trail, and we're laughing about it. We're like, "Did you guys see that fucking thing?" <laughs> like, I've never seen anybody fly. He was like, uh, uh, "What do you call it? Uh, was that guy the outfit you got on?" You look evil. You look evil without the skills. Fucking, <laughs> I'd never oh, seen no. anybody go that far. You know what I mean? It was like motocross, but you don't know what you're doing. Fucking <laughs> So he gets. Wait, there. did he have his GoPro on? I nobody had a GoPro. Oh. On. As soon as it happened, as soon as I seen him target fixate, I was like, "I wish I had." My fucking camera. Because he right had now. the GoPro on all day yesterday when he was driving. His just battery his died. Fucking his stupid. Battery died. Oh, man. So, anyway, he gets down, he crashes, we get back up, and we have to talk with him, but he, he brushed it off this time. You know, he's pulling the thorns out and shit, and he comes up like a dog between his between his legs, and we're like, did you, you get it now? Like, you understand what we're saying? Yeah, I get it, I get it. Bah, bah, bah. So now he's in the back, and we're riding around, and Antonio was doing fantastic. He's like pointing to us, like, you guys go this way, you guys skill level, you go that way, and we'll meet up there, and everybody's getting it. We're doing it. Everything's going pretty good. I'm still behind him. So we this, like, kind of wicked hill climb, and I'm like, eh, all right, fuck it, I'll do it. I'm on the 400. I go flying up it. The girl goes flying up it. Charlie goes, the other girl, Charlie goes flying up it. You know what I'm saying? We make it to the top, right? And then we're looking down, and we're trying to cheer him on because we kind of feel bad now. We're like, come on, dude, you can do it. And we're all, like, up on the top, like, Street Fighter style, you know, jumping around and chip. <laughs> and he comes up, and he kind of doesn't make it the first time. He didn't have enough time, so he, like, turns around, right? He, he gets to go back up again, and we're all, like, pumping him up. He gets a th- uh, two-thirds of the way up. The fucking bike, it it, it 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 jumps up on him like this, and he doesn't know what to fucking do. He still has the <laughs> so throttle the front on. wheel came up. He's still holding the throttle, and he's like, <laughs> and the bike's like coming down, falling on him. 
he literally just like falls down. The bike falls, flips over, lands on him with it, and, and now now he's sliding down with the bike on top of him. Oh. And, and his, then his leg gets caught up in the rear tire that's spinning oh. and jams his leg into the exhaust. And it's like kaka 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 like. And, and we're, we're kind of just sitting at the top. We're like, he'll walk this off. And like, we're all just sitting there just watching it happen. And we're like, um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah it looks point, okay. Should we go down and help him? Like, is he going to walk? Is he going to man up? And and, or, and then we're like, he's not moving. Or should we call the helicopter? <laughs> Either he'll yeah. man up or we'll call yeah, him the helicopter. He's not moving. And then so we fucking cr- climb down the hill and we get up to him and, and he wasn't moving. So we like, like picked up the 125 off of him and roll him over. And he's just like, eh, like, like fucking like bitching and moaning. And and we're like, do you get it now? And he like couldn't talk, and we had to like we're like spraying water on him. Everybody had their like their oh my God. their their camelbacks. They looked like they were they're they coming on his face. There was like five of them just at the same time. <laughs> Shit, be honest. I swear to God, right. I know I, I know somebody God. pulled it out and pissed on his head. Motocross Bukaki or what? Yeah, it was it was it was camelback Bukaki. And then and then Charlie's like getting all close to him and spraying it on his dick. <laughs> was like, and he's laying down. He was out for like 15 minutes. Like he was just laying there, and like he didn't know what was going on. I'm sure he, I'm sure he had a didn't. fucking concussion. No, he didn't have a concussion because he he wasn't going. He literally just like kind of like slumped to the side. The bike <laughs> fell over, and then it just like flipped over and landed on top of him, and then slid down with him with the exhaust on his leg. Well, it sounded like he got his wind knocked out of him or something. Yeah, yeah. and he didn't have a chest protector on, so I said, "Hey, oh, you know." Oh shit! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yikes! So I. Told him to get the gear. Wait, did he buy gear or no at the beginning? He didn't. He borrowed Matt Rulin's gear, and Matt's, you know how skinny fucking Matt is? Matt, hold on. Matt borrowed gear from me, and I didn't have a jacket or a chest protector for him. I think he, I don't know where he got a back protector from, but he didn't have a chest protector. He had a back protector, no chest protector. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I would not be doing the shit that he was trying to do. But anyway, we get him up, and and, and he's like, I can't feel my leg. (laughs) What? (laughs) It was like 10 minutes, and you know how Antonio was really nice, and he was like being cool with him. My friend Scott was like, come on. Let's go. Ten minutes. Come on. Let's ride. The sun's going down. And we look down on his leg, and he's got this fucking black mark from the exhaust just burnt right through his fucking jeans. Oh. Yeah. And he wanted me to ride his Ducati back from Hollister. I'm like, I'm not fighting the fucking Harley guys on a Ducati back to Santa Cruz with shorts and fucking my sneakers on. I was like, you're on your fucking own. You made your bed. Yeah, the thorns and laid in it. So fuck you. Damn, <laughs> motorcycle up. So that's Damn. the fucking Hollister report. All right, wow. good one. Wow. Wow. Fuck. That's so, a uh, hard one to follow up, man. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so, sir. Very good. I was the be- I was one of the best today. <laughs> yeah. Did, did he end up he in the a- hospital or what? Now nah, he'll be all right. He'll walk it off. He's going to follow that. I know. He's in the I middle think of Charlie was trying field. to put the burn cream on him with his dick. He kept saying that. And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. Sounds like a good old American oh. time with that uh, spread eagle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was happy, a real happy fourth happy of July. Totally. Happy fourth. <laughs> happy fourth. How was yeah. your fourth? You just needed fireworks shooting out of ass. Last his thing ass is, was a perfect <laughs> moment. There was no motorcycles there. It was straight up all quads. Dude, with his luck. So weird. Well, it's going to be dead tomorrow, so I'm looking forward to it. Perfect. Um, Douglas, so you did something pretty <clears throat> rad yesterday. Josh and I both did something pretty Josh, rad. Josh, you were there. That's right. I was there. That's right. What'd y'all you, do? You did the full ride? No. Okay. We left at the same time. <laughs> okay. So, uh, 
Bay Area Supermoto does an event once a year called the Epic West Coast Supermoto Ride or mm-hmm. Meet. Um, so I missed it last year. You went last year, right, Josh? Mm, no, you, yeah. you didn't go. I did, I did the scavenger hunt, but last year uh, okay. I think it was in uh, LA or something. Okay, so uh, we, we both missed it last year, so we're like, okay, we got to go next year. Um, we show up, the kickstands up was supposed to be about 10 o'clock or so. I got there at 9 30 ish. And we didn't leave till 10.45, but there were a lot of bikes coming in at a lot of different times. There was actually about 140 supermotos there. That's uh, pretty cool. Maybe like 15 bikes were not supermotos. There was dirt <gasps> bikes. There was a, there was one sport bike. No, there were a few. There was one yellow That's sport a bike. Yellow R6. There were a bunch yeah. of like FZ07, FZ09. Yeah. Somewhere like there was a dude uh, on a, like an adventure tour bike, and but I mean, so what? What was the most common supermoto there? Uh, it was DRZ it was a DRZ 400 convention. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, people from uh, LA, people from Reno came out. Oh, people shit. from all over California came out for this thing. There was a lot of bikes, and there was like. It was so, a sausage fest. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there was no there girls. Were, I, think there was, was, I think three girls. I, I think don't two say. Or three. Two or three. There was two two women riding bikes. There was one female passenger. DRZ. Yeah, yeah. That guy was doing no. wheel, doing wheelies on that thing too. Yeah, right? no. and, the, and the passenger only had she one passenger foot fun. peg, and it was a bolt on the left hand okay. side. Oh, she had no foot peg on the right. She side. She was a trooper. I saw her. Yeah, yeah. She would fucking grip and just like roll with it. Like, yeah. Okay, wow. you're, you're fucking twelve o'clock. Wasn't her first rodeo. So um. The we left uh, Treasure Island, which was was the, the meetup spot, and we um we rode about twenty minutes into San Francisco, uh, just to get stopped on the freeway by three police cars blocking. This is crazy. Hey, well, we had a good uh, wheelie sesh on the Bay Bridge. There was a good <laughs> okay, wheelie. All right, this is making more sense. Okay, so it's yeah. right yeah. at the start. Just so start things off right. You know? the, I'm guessing the, the entire the entire ride was a good wheelie sesh. Okay, <laughs> I guess. So, Majority of the bikes there were, were doing wheelies and 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 you stuff. And you were or, or trying, Doug. You or weren't. trying. Um, I tried. So like, we 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 finally leave, right? And I'm like, fuck yes, we're gonna ride some bikes now. We're gonna fucking do some supermoto shit. So we get down to like 15 minutes down the freeway, and all of a sudden we're stopped by three cops, uh, blocking the entire freeway. Uh, they stop the entire group, 140 40 bikes. To talk to the couple leaders, and uh, I, I didn't hear what they said, but presumably it was more like we're here to more help you than hinder you. Wow. Um, but if you are doing something stupid, you know, we're going to light you up. So just travel safe and, you so know. So they're, they're, they're following you And guys. then they, they followed us down uh, the freeway, <clears throat> and we stopped at Chipotle for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There wasn't that one. By then, it's like noon, um, at at least after eating and gassing up after ten miles. Uh, to do to do another lead uh, portion through San Francisco with the cops, which was it was actually they, they it was actually us. fun though. I think. It was fun. Don't get me wrong. Um, so we we go through San Francisco and it's like 140 motorcycles trying to get through San Francisco City traffic <laughs> literally, on Saturday. Literally everyone on the side of the road had their camera phone out. Yeah, and, and uh, you know. Um, so we're riding for like 20 minutes more and then we stop. <laughs> for another half an hour. Yeah, we uh, we did like Lombard Street, Twin Peaks. That was after. That was after the second stop. Yeah, what was that? Golden Gate Park. After the second stop, we did Lombard Street. We went down to the marina. We went down to the uh, the piers. 
and then ended up uh, at the base of the the Golden Gate Bridge. That's where you oh, and I took off. Yeah, but at this yeah. point, it had been like four hours after the after we finally left, and we're like, it, it's just it's just very different it's from the rides up. that we do in Santa yeah. Cruz, where there's a lot less people, and our rides are short and sweet and fucking hard and adrenaline pumping the entire time. It's yeah, like you, you said, uh, it was it's more of a showboat kind of thing. Okay, wait, 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 it was a lot of showboating. Um, the in, the t- the whole entire time that. Josh and I were on the ride. I don't think we broke 55 miles an hour, okay. even on the freeway. Wouldn't it have been different if the cops didn't stop? Because like nothing. you guys started no, they, at Ti, they only the stopped us for ten so they was like they planned. stopped yeah. us for like two a, a minute or two. But no, it was kind of, like so they organized it kind no, of like, yeah. Well, they, like, they knew they, they stopped knew. us. They're like we can't just stop traffic here. Like just just go yeah. right. And then uh, we took an exit and. I guess once we entered the city, that was that was kind of it. I guess yeah, for the it cops, just, it was just a, yeah. They sent the message, but um. So I, I can't give a full ride report because we didn't do the full ride. I guess after we left, they did some some mountain roads or some 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 twisties but, uh, and then did, and then some dirt. We did do a small section going up the road to Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. there was a small little dirt track peel off. Yeah, it was that like cuts one of the turns thirty yards like, maybe. Fuck yeah. Did, yeah! did you do that? I didn't do no. it. No. It was it was good. <laughs> Did anybody drop? Uh, yeah. Yeah, a, few, a couple yeah. people. Yeah. I was like, what are the odds with 140 people in supermotos, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Well, people were going down on that dirt section I was talking about, and then I did see a guy right in front of me lock up his front brake and going through and some that guy bollards. That, that hit the pillar. Yeah, he was going through like oh. some pedestrian bollards. Oh, there were like geez. people like right there, and I don't know. He just braked really fast. I guess. No, he hit one of the he hit one of the cement pillars. The, the metal yeah. tubes. Oh, he actually with cement was hit it. Filled with cement. Yeah, no, he hit it. Oh. He was right in front of me. I saw it. Man. <laughs> he hit it and fell over and and later parked next to me. About ten minutes later, and said, oh, "I just got this bike up a few months ago. Oh, first, yeah. first bike. Uh, it yeah. was pretty nice. It was his yeah. first bike? It was a DRZ 400 oh. Supermoto. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. he went uh, riding with a bunch of mostly experts. I would imagine who do some yeah. better shit. On there was a, there was a lot of one wheeled skill out there. Yep. Yeah, did, wait, did anybody some... do a Ducati Dave though? What's that? Full wow. spread eagle. Anybody do it? Evil Knievel. No, no, uh, not there, quite. There was probably plenty of stuff to prevent people from careening there, off cliffs were, on the street. Yeah. <laughs> there were a few like stunted out supermotos that were pretty cool doing like circle wheeling yeah. stops, and then there were a couple, two or three like two strokes, and maybe there some was other two, two strokes. Maybe two some youngies. other. There was maybe like one or two other like CRF 450s that probably weren't. Plated? I didn't see a plate. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> well, I think you should try and start your own Ducati meet down here in Santa Cruz. Supermoto. Ducati. Sorry, sorry. Supermoto. Um, because uh, it seems like you would be able to find a little bit of dirt, a little bit of twisty, oh, a little yeah, bit of sure. everything. You definitely find some hooligans. And probably here. have a more space, less traffic. Maybe see if you can host whatever. it. It would actually be a less ride people. and not you an know, urban assault. I agree with you, Nock. I think it's nice of you to offer to organize that. Uh, Very kind of you, Nock. We're riding uh, tomorrow at 2 (laughs) o'clock. At an undisclosed location. So you're going to go again next year, you think? Uh, maybe, I, maybe. I think, or you think uh, it just got too big? It got mm. too big. There's, there's too many riders for for the type of uh, route that was picked. There was too many riders. Yeah. What would be really awesome? I don't know if you'd be able to do that here. If you could set up an actual sumo 
little course in a parking lot somewhere. I know the perfect. Some dirt. Yeah. And, oh, you mean you know, gorilla flat track? I let people do a couple, <laughs> do some laps. Well, it would be that dirt track mixed with the parking oh. lot. Right? Parking lot. Right next to yeah, it. Yeah. it'd be yeah. like Our gorilla. Track. We'd have to have gorilla some urban jumps track. and stuff. We yeah. Could, we could knock the scooter over and put a piece of plywood on it. There's a jump. And light it on fire. <laughs> like that show on fire. On fire. Yeah. Well, uh, I think that would be cool. Would I go next year? I, I don't think so. I got a question for you. What would be your best, what would be your ideal situation for, say, if you were to, to, to do it in San Francisco the way you did today, what would be your... Uh, it would be probably half an hour, 45 minutes of city traffic, and then go do the fun twisties and dirt. How many people? Well, however many show yeah. up. What do you think would be inappropriate? Because you're saying 140 was just too much. Like, what's an appropriate? It was too much for, for the route that was picked. Well, okay, well, yeah, right. it's too much. Too much for stoplight to stoplight city traffic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. on back roads, was, goat trails. It was not just like fun. an hour. It was like three hours of yeah, yeah, stoplight to stoplight. It, that's it was, that's but bullshit. It was, it was still fun. Like when we did Lombard Street, it was like yeah, that was like a ton of fun. Hundreds of people, uh, like like the gotta whole be photos of the, that. the whole sidewalk was covered with pedestrians. Oh, yeah. Like it was like anything it was almost like everyone was there. For anything us. that <laughs> wasn't street, <laughs> it, that anything cool. that wasn't street on Lombard was all driveways. Yeah. And, yeah. It was and all, all the driveways people. were full of people. All people with their and they phones were all up. yeah, it was it was pretty cool. And then we did Embarcadero a couple times, and the same thing kind of happened, but it was slow. Yeah. Was it awesome riding with like that many? Yeah, like, it was really cool. Like how was the how was, was the sound? It was loud. And the the smell of going through the tunnel. Yeah, going through the tunnel. Carbon it was dioxide. just like nothing but <laughs> carbon monoxide. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like that thumper smell. Yeah, <laughs> everybody's jetted way but, too uh, fat. Yeah, burns <laughs> yeah, <right>. hydrocarbon. <laughs> but about the uh, the ride size thing, the only other group supermoto event I did was the scavenger hunt, and they like split everybody up into teams, which was actually kind of a cool setting where like you were in little squads of like yeah. 10 to 20 yeah. people and you had like little objectives like yeah, everybody's oh, doing their own ride. thing yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. and then everyone yeah. had their own little video story of uh like putting their supermotos in an elevator and some uh <laughs> whatever like you yeah know. so what know. what was the coolest spike there hmm. mine probably that uh, probably that blinged out two-stroke what was that like a uh, YZ, the YZ blue one or the red one? Was there a YZ250? There was two. There was a there was a 90s, like a mid to late Not 90s. Not the old ass YZ. The one with missing uh, <laughs> missing rear fender. I think fender. he looped it the day before. The, <laughs> the blue uh, two-stroke was a YZ. It's got to be a 250. Yeah, that thing was And it was, was like, sick. it was an early 2000s YZ250. But it had a lot of like... Like really aftermarket, like yeah. crazy, crazy brakes, like anodized stuff, like just everything. It was yeah. like any powder really coating, cool. race built, yeah, powder coating, yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 performance enhancing powder, powder coating, some orange powder, powder coating. coating. <laughs> there was any orange? Is what yeah. I want to uh, know. Both, both those no, guys, purple. Both those guys, I believe, came up from L.A. Jeez. And one of them had the, uh, I can't remember if it was the red or the blue Yami, but one of them had full racing slicks. Well, I definitely think you should try and organize one here because I always yeah. say those supermotors are they're perfect for the hills up here. Not got, much more. It's a little, the, roads. The, culture, the culture between Santa Cruz and 
East Bay or North Bay or San Francisco Bay mm -hmm. is a lot different here. A lot of people who I see ride supermotos here are doing it for cheap commuter bikes because mm -hmm. they're college yeah. students and yeah. they don't really ride supermotos like wheelies down you know a two mile road like the culture does over the hill. That's all the so I, I really saw a, a difference in the culture, um, myself included, mm -hmm. how the way I ride supermotos in the twisties and the, the goatee mountain roads and dirt here versus what I saw uh, yesterday. I, cool. I, this hmm. is a, just a, a simple um, observation Observation based on one day or four hours that I rode with these dudes. I, I don't really know. Uh, hmm. But th that's it's going to be a little different organizing something like that event down here. Well, Mike and I went and checked out a, a super oh, sick yeah. supermoto the other day. I think it was ridiculous. What, what was it? It was a KTM 990 supermoto. It was ridiculous. Oh, wow. Yeah. It, From it the factory. Like, yeah. I've seen the 950 really? SM. SMT, yeah. Dude, it looked kind of yeah. like the Super Duke a little bit, yeah, like the yeah, lines. Yeah. and it, But it kind of looked like your old bike that you had. Yeah, I was just about to chime in on that. I mean, uh, you know, that was a good bike, but it's definitely uh, in the category kind of between Supermoto and Naked Bike. So. Yeah, you took and that out of Born Free. And then, yeah. and then to LA. And then, but the 990 is that, you know, even more. So, yeah, I mean, my my supermoto is like 250 pounds. I don't know what that bike weighs. I think it looks like a beast. Yeah, it's a lot bigger, but you know, still probably flickable for sure. Cool. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to cover? Yeah, on yeah. Uh, just a big thank you to the organizers of BASM and the founders of BASM. There was a few dudes leading and uh, organizing the entire ride. They did a lot of work. There was a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we didn't they, see. They had some photographer. Every time we were waiting, a, they were sending photographers yeah. up to the next yeah. place. So oh, that was so that was pretty cool. Thank I can't you very much uh, for putting on an awesome show. Uh, it was definitely a unique experience. Um, I had a lot of fun. Well, that's awesome. Well, I think the next ride report, we're going to cover Born Free. But first, we want to hear a voicemail. This is the producer from the Creative Writing Podcast. <laughs> and I wanted to call you guys before Mike and the group gets back up to Santa Cruz. They might be there already because I'm this calling you a little week. bit late in the day. Okay. But I just want to say how much fun I had yesterday with those guys hanging out. Mike was doing his thing. He was busting skulls and getting interviews left and right. That's how I <laughs> yeah, do it. That's was. how I do it. You know, amazing. You know, Mary needs her own show called Taco Time, where she gives good advice. <laughs> oh yeah. Because uh, <laughs> it seems like all she does is eat tacos and build, uh, <laughs> good stuff. So I think that would be apropos. Um, Jake, <clears throat> Naked Jim, you've done a stellar job with that little girl. So just keep doing Aww. what you're doing. And uh, you know, Thank she you. was just her jovial self. And Rebecca. That girl's cray-cray. <laughs> I'm in Wildemar right now doing some off-road stuff on my street bike. So um, nice. right. I may be, this may be the last phone call I ever placed before they find my boss. So anyway, you guys take it easy and um, keep doing what you do. Great stuff. Bye. Thanks, Word. dude. Thank you. You had some uh, Christopher Walken. I'm doing some off-road stuff on my street bike. <laughs> so, that's from uh, creating riding, riding podcast. Riding. Larry. Yeah. So, Mike and Jake, last week you went down with Mary Muffins and Rebecca. <clears throat> and you went to Born Free, so let's get the Born Free report. Yeah, How yeah. Was, it was it? It was awesome. Well, let's talk to Jake because I've been there last year. So let's see what what did you think about about it when you first rolled up versus your expectations. Well, I don't know my expectation, and especially just from living in Santa Cruz, like we don't really get a whole lot of Harleys besides like 
massive blaring ACDC down downtown and like <laughs> well we give them a lot of shit at the garage too where I was like oh parts rattle out oh they're so noisy yeah. and then, some, some of you do yeah a lot of people do but like and going down that's kind of what I was expecting I was expecting you know a bunch of dudes on Harleys like 60 year old fat dudes that are like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was expecting and I got down there and I actually learned a whole lot not just about Harleys but about old bikes in general like you know old pan heads and what's, a, knuckle, what's a knucklehead knuckleheads where the top looks like a bunch of little knuckles that's right it's an old Harley <laughs> Mike was quizzing me the whole time but <laughs> it was it was so amazing just the artwork and the builders and but uh, Born Free is not uh, just solely Harleys no, there's no. everything. Oh, Mike, Mike. One of the winners. And that's what was sounds like a, really cool. Is that this is open to all different. Types one of the of winners cruises. was actually a Honda with yeah. two engines built into the frame. Wow! You wow. can see the pictures on it. It was yeah. like it was like a two inline fours built into a frame, uh, custom frame with this beautiful painting and stuff on it. And, and, and you can ask Mike to talk more about it. But he met up with this group on the way down there. There's a bunch of kids from where, like Sacramento. No, they're um, they they there's this group in uh, San Jose. So here's here's the thing: is last year when I went down, um, we rode down. It was do you remember those guys, the yeah, chopper yeah, guys? Yeah, we kept yeah. running into they were them. So cool. San Jose. Then we rode down with them. So yeah, cool. I mean, uh, not intentionally, but no, no, no. This year, we hooked up. Oh, with okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I met a couple people last year. They were just fantastic, and and and. Thing about it is, is it's it kind of embodies like here. It's just people who really love motorcycles and they, mm. you know, building them and, and working on them. It's not just like I bought a bicycle from the factory and here. Let me show you how awesome it is. It's people who are really into into this and and the people are very nice. And these guys, Lane Split Boulevard is who they are. You can check them out on Instagram and, and stuff. They've got these fantastic Honda Shadow Six Hundreds that they straight up chop. And I remember last year, like, that was the most exciting thing was running into the gas stations all the way down. We kept running yeah. into these guys. And it, it was like, we would just, every time we'd stop, we'd go and, like, come look at their bikes some more and be like, is that a fucking Jameson bottle, like, welded to the side of the thing as an overflow? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they, they, they straight up pulled parts out of their garage and, like, built them onto the bike as a functional parts. And, and, and they're just normal dudes, like, kind of like everyone here. They're not, like, mechanics, but their bikes were fantastic. Basically... You know, the, the the entire thing was like set up exactly like we did last year. Where we take two days to go down there. Um, it's a really a one day ride, but you know we really like to enjoy the ride down there. Take the one down, yeah. Camp out right you know, on the lake and jump in the mm -hmm. lake. And how far is the lake from the actual event? It's right at the bottom. Well, well, the one we go to is Lake Lopez. It's yeah. right at the bottom of you know where Santa Barbara and shit like that. So it's close, like within ten miles or something. Yeah, like that. and then we go down to L.A. on Friday right. and and get set up for the show Saturday and Sunday. Okay. So we hooked up with these guys, um, and I was really excited because my friend said, "Hey, you know, we're, we're going to go with Lane Split Boulevard," and I was so stoked to. Meet them these guys were so much cooler than i thought they were when we met them last time they definitely were not your like typical oh we're too cool our bikes are fucking awesome because we building people they were like right. they were like yo dude come stay at our campsite like come you can stay at our place down when we get down in la and like and i had my big dookie fucking 1300 cruiser they're like dude ride with us don't yeah. like no problem they weren't like oh we're, we're too cool because we're custom like fucking awesome people yeah so i can't say enough about them right absolutely no they were so nice Cool. So anyway, we go down, and uh, we get we, we get down there on Friday, and uh, you know as soon as we get into LA, the fucking traffic is awful, awful. awful. Sounds about right. It's so <laughs> shitty yeah, driving that's down there. LA. Yeah. <laughs> but you split well, lanes, right? Yeah, we were with Lane Split Boulevard. So they were that's kind of that thing, you know. Yeah. I was with Mary in the car in all that traffic. Uh, wow. Yeah. That sucked. Ow. That sucked a lot. Yeah. So so. I want to just get an idea. So, Born Free, it sounds like it's not maybe your typical biker rally, but it's more an artistic 
Is it like Renfest meets Biker Rally? What, it, you know? <laughs> what's, what's Renfest? Ro- role play? Going off the people that were there, like besides mm. the builders, there were a lot more like really young people, which I was not expecting. There were a lot of like mid-twenties kids that had built their yeah. own like so bobbers, whatever. I'm curious, like, like Jake, what stereotypes got busted when you were down there? You were yeah. expecting, you know, you're expecting the Harley crowd, you know, whatever that might be. But like, what are like two or three things specifically that kind of surprised you to find there? The amount of really cool female writers, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was really oh. surprised by that. I thought there, they were going to be a lot of Speaking those? of which, who did you see down there? Oh, we saw a uh, freaking Imogen. Yeah, Imogen. I, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. We, got hang, we, we got to hang with her for a little bit and, yeah. and chit-chat. And we were gonna. Try, I was trying to get an interview with her back at the campsite, but... They all went to the bar. There's like a bar there called Cook's Corner that everybody goes to, like kind of after the show. It's like the thing, you know. Everybody except for Jake. Yeah, exactly. We were, we were with Jake. <laughs> we and got to chill else, at the so campsite. It was fun. Yeah, it did the campsite. You're not free I, ice cream. I swear to God, I felt like I, like when, if you see the pictures, I felt like I was at like this, um, like I was like back in time. Like the, the the image was so beautiful, like the scenery around the beautiful bikes that were handmade with these tents, and the people were really nice, and the Drunk sun was coming people down. Playing frisbee. It yeah, was lovely. <laughs> it was just it was just a really like really pleasant pleasant thing. Who was uh, your favorite builder there? Um, well, I you know I'm kind of biased, but like, I really love JP Rodman because of his bike last year. Yeah, I got to I, I did a few interviews. It was kind of hard to get to everybody, but uh, one of the interviews I got was with JP Rodman. And um, if he, you want to, he won last year. JP Rodman won the people's. He was the people's champ. The bike was cool as hell too. Yeah, it's called the Midsummer's Dream. I, I forget exactly what it was called, but Midsummer's Night's Dream, something like that. But the, the funny thing is, we showed up late. We it showed up late. They, what they do is at Cook's Corner is an integral part the bar of Born Free because they host like the invited builders. So there's or the you know there's like the builders that are like already awesome. Everybody knows that. Then there's unknown builders. They bring all the unknown builders there with these unbelievable bikes. And everybody votes on them, and that's what happens. And the builders vote on them also. So there's different awards that go out. So pretty much everybody wins something, but it's something something specific, you yeah. know. So last year we went down to the bar, and I remember just saying we were there late, and I was running with a couple of my friends from LA, and we see this bike there, and me and Mary are just like, "What the fuck is that?" It was unbelievable. It was just this fantastically beautiful bike. Do you remember it with the epoxied gas tank? Yeah. What was, what was in that? Like a moths. Like moths. They were like, it was like, know, a, it was like a nature yeah. scenery. Yeah, yeah. It's like a purple. Bef- from well, before Lecter, you get too far off base, so let's go back yeah. to you did a little interview with J.P. Rodman, and let's hear that right here. Yeah, yeah. Check this out. This is this is. Uh, I got to talk to him a little bit about his bike last year, and then also about his build this year. So. So here it is, right here. We're with JP Rodman. So, um, what's a lot's changed since last year? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It's gotten nuts, and you know, being able to uh, to become an invited builder this year, you know, it's just super. Geez, you know, like that cliche. It's so honorable, you know. That's rad. It is. You know, yeah. I, just, I feel like, you know, like I, I don't know. I build like build a bike and bring it here and put it next to the other guy's stuff, and I'm just like, oh, oh my god, you know, it's like. These, some of these guys, yeah, oh hell yeah, dude. These guys are, you know, the best builders in the world, and it's like, I see why, and I like, I see like some stuff I want to mess around with mine. I was like, oh man, these guys, you know, they knock it out of the park every year. So yeah. it's like, it's it, it's it's just cool to even be, you know, thought about to be in the group, you know. So I don't think so. I mean, Mary and I were talking about this bike. To everybody at our garage since like last year pretty much like we were so stoked on you and then when, I, when we, we knew you we were coming back 
or started following your stuff, and it, we we're just excited to see you again. Like you're like the number one guy we actually wanted to talk to because we were just so excited about this yes last year. So no, I have no idea. Like this, this was like the coolest part of it was seeing your bike. You know. Um, Thank you. Yeah, man, no problem. What? Um, seeing an old acquaintance like there it is again uh-huh. old, I remember old friend. yeah this was like the the, the, the the crowning thing that we remember from last year was your bike and yeah. we try to explain like the shifter to people and like but you don't understand the tank he does this thing and like you can see inside and it's a Frazetta paintings and <laughs> yeah. it was just so yeah, fucking it's awesome a, it's a 3D 2D rendering of that of a Frank Frazetta you know yeah, yeah. Uh, okay so what, what do you feel like you're defending your title from last year I mean, guess not Right, because you're not going to be people's champ, but exactly. They, 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 there's new people's champ, and dude, his bike is—it's unbelievable. It's rad, you know, and he deserves—he deserves everything, you know. So it's like, what, that's what's kind of cool about that is like you do the people's champ, and then it's like that's that's kind of like a you get like it's done in your life. You don't have to do yeah, it ever you again. Have to do it again. But it, it's funny. I was thinking about it, I was like. Well, I still want to be the people's champ, so I'm, I'm, gonna, go, I'm gonna go defend my title. You should just wear the hat. Oh, dude, it'd be funny, man. It's, you know, it's people's champ. You know? like, but I still want to be people's champ. But dude, that uh, Daryl's bike is beautiful and just oh, it's so detailed and awesome. So I wish that guy the best of luck, and you know, his bike deserves to be in there just like anybody else's. Super cool. That's what that's what's rad about that. It's like, dude, there's man, there's guys out there who just. They make the best stuff, and like, it's cool to have a place to showcase it, you know. So it's like Showclass Magazine, like, oh, you get, no, go ahead. Oh no, I just, I gotta, I gotta give my Showclass shout out, you know. Yeah, those guys, yeah. dude, those guys changed my life, you know. So it's just, it's cool. What would you say to the people's champ this year, you know, if you had to prepare him for what's gonna happen for the next year for him? I just, I, I don't know. I told him, I, you know, he, he asked me that same question. He's like, what do you, what do you, you know? And I was like, dude, just be yourself. That's it. That's it. That's all anybody wants and that's all you can expect is just you just be yourself and you know try and if you've got an idea try it you know and that's that's what I do it might not work but you know do it if you're gonna build another bike and you think something's wild or something maybe people won't like it but you like it you know just just do it and see what see what happens you know and it so it was it was cool that you know he actually asked me that question you know yeah. so yeah he's like you're a mentor now oh dude that's weird right it's yeah. like fuck if you only knew it's like it's cool i got them all fooled man <laughs> uh what title are you do are you going for this year what title would you like to win Oh, dude, I want to. I'd love to win the whole deal, you know. But you know, it's just you know what's cool is that the, at the end of the weekend, dude, I have a, a trike, and I've got you know something that never built anything like that in my entire life, and I learned so much. And like, it's dude, no blueprint, dude. There's still this like, there's so much I got to learn just to dial it in. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's weeks, and there's a bunch of research I need to do. So it's like, it's cool. Like, that's that's the win. You know, and uh, I'll take that ten grand though. Fucking a. <laughs> so, do you have a lot of help with parts and stuff like that? People brought stuff and, and kind of. Yeah, yeah. With uh, this year, man, I got I got stuff from Hippie Killer Garage, Pangea Speed, uh, Biltwell, Coker Tires. Um, God, I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of people. You know, uh, Dave Barker at Speed Metal Cycles. You know, they invited me up at the end. They're like, hey, let me help you. We're gonna help you put this thing together and get it running, you know. And uh, dude, he made a ton of parts, and uh, 
Mike Cecil, he works with Dave, and then Randall Nelson does the engine work up there in Denver. And there's another guy named Clark. So it's cool. There's a team up there that, that you know, for some reason, they, they want to help me. And so they it's like, mentors this oh, year. Dude, it, dude, it's so cool. Like every time I go over there, I learn something. And it's like, just try and, you know, like learn, you know, like keep my mouth shut and listen, you know, and listen to their ideas. Let them, let them do what they want to do. You know, like Mike Cecil made that shifter on that thing. And just like, I was like, Hey man, you know, do what you think fits. And he just twisted that cool stainless yeah. steel up and made the radish shifter, you know, and he's like, like does it fit? You know, it's like, and it's cool to have other people like share your design, like, you know, yeah. so it's, uh, that's, that's kind of new. Cause like with this one, I, I did like all the, you know, pretty much the, that part of the design work and I didn't have as much help. And, but in this process met those guys so they could, you know, and they were willing to help more this year. So it's like, yeah. wow. You what know, uh, so. what was the what was the idea behind the coffin shape on the trike? That came off of um, so there was um, Ed Newton did a, a an illustration for it's called California Choppers, an old like a little zine that I think Ed Roth was doing. I could be wrong on this, but anyway, he did the illustration, and uh, when I figured I was going to build a trike, like I started you know like internet surfing, and that thing popped up. It's like this this cool illustration you know and it's like that shape that coffin shape on the back he drew that and it's on it it's a trike body that's similar to that you know yeah. and i was just like that's that's the is it on your shirt that's the part on one of your shirts on one of your videos it's like the, your show you showed the design yeah it's it yeah and i could if you need i can i can shoot you an email or the picture or whatever yeah yeah definitely um okay so the last question what was the um what was the best part of the build for this one? And then what was the worst part of the trike build? Oh, dude. I'll just start with the worst because I always think about it. It's just like... <laughs> something with the brakes didn't work or something like that? Oh, on this one? Yeah. Oh, dude, it was... First, that, was, that wasn't that bad because I was used to it. This brakes don't work on this one. And, uh, and uh, these ones, they, they didn't work for a while, but we got it sorted out thanks, thanks to Dave Barker. And... Uh, Dave Barker, folks. Yes, yes. Uh... <laughs> Um, so the worst, like, you know, it's like, I think it was, like, the carving of the foam, like, the, it was, like, the mess, and then, like, so it went from this, like, this foam, when, when you carve it out, it makes this dust, and it, like, gets statically charged, yeah. and it's, like, it sticks to it's, every, it's in every, it's everywhere, dude, it's in your ears, <laughs> it gets in your mouth, and trying to wear a respirator, and it, it's, uh, you got glasses on, but it, it sticks, right here. dude, it's just stuck to you, you know, and then, so... It was, you know, I got that done, and then it's fiberglass after that. So it goes from, like, this, this mess to this whole other mess, you know. So and it's like, I, I didn't know it was going to be that bad, you know. So, like, I would say that was the worst. So just the, the being uncomfortable with that feeling of that stuff on my skin, I guess. Yeah. And uh, and then the best is, dude, I, I don't know, man. It would have to be, you know, I think... Seriously, I think was that the best was like that being these guys like reaching out to help me to get it done. They knew like, hey man, you might be fucking sinking here. You know, it's like you're you got a lot to do, and uh, we're willing to help you. And so them reaching out, and then me actually like, you know, not like being all oh I can do it, you know, and just be like yeah, help me, you know, and like letting guys build stuff, and then in the process like that like just learn to how to really make those breaks work and other things of like. You know, just just little things of when this, these things need to go together. That there's certain things you need to look out for, and yeah. you know, so that that would be the best. And then being able to roll it in 
and call it done. You and know, everybody's it's like, waiting for it too. Everybody can't wait to see. Ah, uh, dude, it's a, it, that's a, that's kind of it, that's super cool too. That, that people got stoked, you know. So, well, JP, thanks a lot for talking to us. I appreciate it. We were so stoked on his bike last year, and we told him this story about how we ran into his mom because his mom was there at Cook's Corner, and it was so weird because she was like a mom. It was mm-hmm. like you could tell this is like a little out of place. <laughs> so I said to Mary, I was like, "Do you use some of your feminine stuff? That lady looks a little uncomfortable. Just go up to her and see if she's okay. Maybe she needs a drink, or you know, just just maybe you can help her out a little bit." And we go up to her, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, no, my my son's in the uh, competition. He just won that. They won it." And we go, "He's like, he built that bike right there." And uh, so it was really cool. And then we met JP last year, and I, and I was telling him about that. And I was telling him how I was telling everyone here in the garage about it. And he was so stoked, dude. He gave me a bunch of T-shirts and a poster. Like, oh, rad. He was so fucking well, cool. On that really quick, like, you really don't expect, like, the builders. Like, they're just such, like, normal kind of nerdy people that are, yeah. like, super stoked that you're talking to them and that you're interested in what they're doing. Like, I went up kind of being a little apprehensive. Like, ah, crap, they're super not going to want to talk to me. They don't want a camera shoved in their face. Or, like, they're going to be like, ah, fuck off. But you know, I don't so give cool. a fuck. They were yeah. so cool. Like, Aki and all those guys, they were like, oh, yeah, come so, here, let's talk. Who, it was great. Who was your favorite builder? Aki. Yeah. Like, it was... Funny you should say that, because Mike also asked him some questions. Yeah, let's, so here's Let's an put that in here. Here's an interview with Aki. He was, he was pretty cool. You check it out. <laughs> Hi, guys. I got one question for you. Um, about the build for this one, what was, the, uh, what was the best part of the build and what was the worst part? If you could tell us like what both were. Oh, the way with the process, you mean? Yeah, the whole process leading up to being, you know. A pain here. ass was I have to build it for the show. Time frame, <laughs> that was a bitch. Um, best part is just like, you know, what comes down, come all together and make one piece and start it up and just. It's just, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a good feeling, you know? Yeah. You know, accomplish something, achieving it. You know? Turning it over. Yeah, you, yeah. You get an idea in your head. Yeah, you have to make it happen. Yeah, exactly. And there's like, the idea is one thing, making it happen is a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to follow all those avenues to get it figured out. But yeah. When it actually runs. Well, actually, I see you. So you're ADD, so when you start with a bike, you might have an idea. <laughs> yeah. And then as you're going along, things change. But is it the same thing for you when you're painting? Yeah, you, you have know. a concept that you go by, and then you just kind of, are you really organized? You kind of hear what they say, what they want, and then, yeah, it's, it's actually a really weird process, because you don't know if it's going to work in the end. Yeah. But when he says what he wants and what he thinks, I know him, so I kind of, he's messed up, so I know. <laughs> I know how that works. I only give him an idea, what yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. do, yeah. and, and do, you, do your thing, because I love his work, Yeah. and he, I trust him the way he, he does stuff. I wish my boss was like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this bike, a snake jam, a both bike. We just, I just gave him an idea, and he just went for it. And it, it balances out really well. Like the snake charmer bike, you know, he didn't say what it was going to look like. I didn't even know what the motor was going to look like. But there's a lot of things in the design and the graphic that actually reflect in the bike, which at the end actually makes a pretty cool, like united piece. So, yeah, it's cool. Who's who's your uh, who's your biggest competition here? Do you think to the, uh, this year? Myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're your own worst enemy too, huh? Yeah. I don't I don't want to be in competition. Corona. Corona that's that's your biggest competition. Corona, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. to drink. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are you trying to take home? What what would you like to win? Oh. Yeah, I mean, if I win, it's cool. You know, those prizes are like. It's good. Like, it's you know, good. I mean, I won already. Yeah. Myself, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not trying to yeah, be right. invited here. I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, I did it and I accomplished my goal. So that's, you know, that's all about it. If I win something, that's cool though, but, you know. 
Yeah, it's just be, another thing on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take up, take up room. Well, if you do something you love, you yeah, it's, yeah. it's good that people like it. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all you can ask for. Well, well I'm not. Then if I get a award, it's not only for me and for him, uh, for whoever helped me out. You know, it's not. It's not only me. You know, they look at me like, oh, he's a whole killer, and now, you know what yeah. I mean. I'm not doing it by myself. I know. That's how it is when we get a bike running. Like you got that uh, dirt bike running. Yeah, yeah. a lot of work. And then it's like most, everybody in the garage celebrates. We go for yeah. a victory ride. Is what we most do. Most people never know how much work goes into something like. I know. It, it, it's tough, you know, because you have to make a living and you have to support yourself. But at the same time, like, there's a lot of work that goes into something, especially when you're doing something that nobody else is doing. There's no pattern to follow. Yeah. It's a labor of love. Yeah. So we use service manuals at the shop. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks a lot for your time. I appreciate it. And if you guys want to, you guys want to see the interview. You can, uh, yeah, you can hold it if you want. If you want to interview Aki, you can ask me a couple questions. Say something in Japanese. Hi! <laughs> yeah. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, that guy um, was really funny. So I just want to get Jake's perspective again. So you went down expecting it to be... Just kind of, I'm just going to say Harley Trash because okay. we're getting first into this all, later. However, first impressions before, no, no, no. not first impressions, but what was your. Uh, Let me ask you guys, why didn't you guys idea. go last year? Because what were you guys saying? I was, as I was to busy why you doing shit, Bullshit. Man. Everyone was like, oh, I want to go to some stupid Harley show. Oh, it's Harley show. Well, let, Harley. Let, no, let, no, Jake, no. let Jake okay, explain let's hear from it. Jake. No vacation so, time. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, I appreciated that you came back and you're immediately like, I want a Honda Shadow. Or, you know, you were saying. You had newfound Inspired. appreciation for these yeah. bikes. Well, because all I'd really seen up until this point, like I said earlier, was like, you know, a bunch of guys on gold wings rushing through downtown and their freaking little halfy helmets. And like, <laughs> then I went there and there's all these incredibly beautiful bikes that people have put so much work into and they don't sound completely obnoxious. And like, they people are just riding their ride on them and they don't really give a crap. And so like, oh, it's about the artistry awesome. there. The artistry and just like, I don't know, that's like a whole lot of fun to ride, honestly. <laughs> so what else, what else, you know, because for the first time going to a big motorcycle rally in L.A., you were surprised by how many women builders were there, which I thought was really cool. What else was kind of a surprise you didn't expect? Or different than the stereotype when you went to a big gathering like that? Um, well, I was going to say there's not a lot of drunk people, but there are a lot of drunk people. <laughs> there are a lot of really, really drunk people. Um, I got to say how nice everyone was. Yeah, I was about to say. I was expecting a lot of really, like, I think the no patches thing kind of contributed to that a little bit. Like, yeah. there wasn't a whole lot of posturing. It was just a bunch of people, like, running around and, like, you know, there were, like, these sprinklers and a bunch of people were standing under them. And, like, everyone was super chill. So you feel like you're an actual, like, you've earned your spot in the moto community and you're, you're, you're one of one of us, one of them, right? I felt, I, I felt like she's like saying is like it was like it kind of like here sometimes or I actually yeah. I wouldn't say was like it here. It was extension? like a no judgment zone and it yeah, was like yeah. all bikes welcome, all people. It was a misfit kind of a place. Oh, we judge. I know we judge, <laughs> but you know? we do it. But it's kind of like in with love, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. like people really weren't walking around like all fucking like ooh, you know. It was yeah, there weren't like groups of different bikes standing together, like all parked next to each other. Yeah. It's like everyone just parking like, and we were actually just talking. It's gonna be hipster to have a stock bike in like ten years. You know what? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like 
it's like kind of like a maker's fair for motorcycles. Yeah. Mm. So no, like you go down there and uh, yeah, you see people do their own shit and they just want to appreciate each other's work, I guess. Right? Yeah. Dude, dude, people straight drive across the country just to come to Born Free for the weekend. Yeah, yeah they had rad. a competition for who had driven the longest. There was some dude that came yeah. from like Canada and yeah, someone from rad. Maine, and wow. like it was crazy. I was following. There were there were a bunch of women that rode from the from the East Coast to oh, go yeah. to it. So well, yeah, and not just women awesome. builders, but like the amount of women that rode in on bikes that they themselves had like if maybe mm. even just worked yeah. on and like weren't with a guy and weren't riding bitch and yeah. weren't you know Dude, doing whatever like cool they rolled fuck. up and they it's were rad. yeah one girl lost her shoe that sucked we were running behind <laughs> a chick and a shoe fell out of her bag <laughs> oh, wow. yeah but like i was really shocked by how many just like straight you know supposed to be there women writers there are yeah. and so, the, um, all the lame ones didn't make it all the way <laughs> <laughs> like that, yeah, the ones that broke down didn't asses. get there it's like yeah. darwinism but so, they, did you guys bring back any souvenirs jake <laughs> so yeah so hey mike will you take care of my little girl mike's like yeah oh, dude i'll take God. care of your little girl Ugh. don't worry about it i got it covered this is, dude. Hey. this is so not mike's fault i got a tattoo just <laughs> i got a tattoo hey, wait, when, no. when your little girl's of legal age to make her own decisions on, the, on, on that front you can't really but how did your dad find out about your tattoo he found out from the podcast thanks guys <laughs> thank you for that yeah. So it's, it's it's last week's podcast. I'm I'm down in San Diego doing my thing. So and I'm Jones and I miss the Sunday podcast. I'm just Jones and I'm missing Sunday. But so yeah, first thing as soon as I get a chance, actually I'm in bed. I get back from SFO at like midnight. I'm laying in bed, can't sleep. Pow, put on the podcast. It's not five minutes. So people are talking about fuck? my people are talking about my daughter getting a tattoo of a battleship on her. Chest. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so we knew my born own. free. No, we, we knew you'd be listening, so you had to fuck with you a little bit. No, I'm like, I'm like, there's no battleship. Maybe old Ironsides, but uh. let's be more descriptive. What is your tattoo of, and where is it? I got a Persian dagger on my forearm, yeah. on my right forearm. So let me let me explain this to you though, because me and me, me and Mary are like good cop <laughs> bad cop. To justify. And if me and Mary ever have a kid, she's gonna want to let them do all the cool shit, and I'm gonna be like, no, don't do that. Because I was like, look at my fuck. I got tattoos. Yeah, I can tell, Mike. I'm just saying, but like, I, these are bad choices. These are a lot of bad choices in a row. You know what I mean? There's a couple good ones, but for the most part, I had to go to the bad ones. So I said to him, I, I, she's like, she's like, oh, I'm gonna get a tattoo, just like that. And I was like, uh, don't you need to ask someone or like? And I'm looking at Mary, and I'm like, uh, uh, I, we need to process this real quick. I said because I'm not gonna hang out with Jim because I heard he beat up three bums outside of the garage. <laughs> you know, and he and might do, and he might do it naked. You know what I mean? No, the dog, the dog did get the best of me, but. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to handle this because I was like, you're you're in our care. She's going, but I'm 18. I'm like, yeah, but I don't think so. Well, I, plus, said, I, I appreciate that because Mike Mike's from back east, and that's kind of that old shipment, old school mentality of like, oh, yeah. you know, I, I get it, but still, I said, this tattoo shops in Santa Cruz. Let's get up there and we can talk to your dad, and you know, do it, you know, there. We said, there's plenty of shops, so you don't have to do it here. Then she tells me she wants to get a knife on her forearm. I was like, yo, for real. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is going to fly. And I said, I do not want to see your dad when we get back. And I said, if we do, fuck it. I'm coming right up to him, and I want to talk to him face to face. <laughs> like, I'm marrying your daughter, but I'm not. She got a tattoo. And I, told her <laughs> I got a question for you. Was it all cruisers in, or was there were there modified sport bikes yeah. or oh, they dirt do bikes yeah. or anything? There's flat um, trackers. Flat tra- yeah, yeah. Th- there wasn't like a majority. Like It was kind of like you were saying with the meetup. There were, like, there were a few... Few dirt bikes, few stuff like that, a few sport bikes, but the majority was cruiser type stuff, just because a lot of people. Well, they have different categories. Far. Well, and because and, like right. a lot of the custom scene right now is is around cruisers. 
Yeah. Yeah, but they have categories. Like Arlen Ness was there, and he had that banana bike was like on display there. A couple of those, were, the Untouchables was there from Arlen Ness. Mm-hmm. He, Arlen oh, wasn't yeah. there, obviously. I remember um, when I was there last year, there were there were like really nice bikes with like uh, front end swaps and like yeah. you know like sports bike wheels. There were like race built type bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely not yeah. like a majority, but there were plenty of them there, and those were what I was mainly interested in. But everything's pretty and fun to look oh, at. Like, really. like old dual sports too. The you whole saw a lot of old dual sports. So I know that because um, you're saying that this is kind of younger builders. Um, the older traditional choppers are just kind of big, flamboyant, less about performance and handling, and you know more about just like looking just crazy and cool. Would you say that the bikes now are getting a little more performance oriented? Well, that was one of the questions that I that I wanted to talk to some of the builders about because like this that whole form versus function. A lot of the, the choppers that you look at, and especially when you're riding down there, you see these guys on these really cool fucking bikes. But I couldn't imagine. Yeah. And there's no yeah, there's no front brake or something like that. Yeah, right? just like really crazy. Yeah, it's you know, beautiful. the forks are six feet long. It's the kind of bike where it's, some of them are like so fucking cool that like you don't want to roll it out somewhere, but like it's not in the sense it's not practical. Like there weren't these like all these huge like fat rear tire crazy like yeah. you know Harley swaps. They were just kind of like a lot of thin tire retro throwbacks, but you know I, I wouldn't I would not ride that down from Santa Cruz to L.A. and yeah. people do it. But it's kind of like, damn, you know what I mean? I like even in the turns and shit like that. I was so grateful I was on my grandpa bike. Like, <laughs> I was looking at him like, damn, I wish it looked as cool as you guys riding these these uh um these uh San Jose Lane Split Boulevard guys. But fuck, man, with them with them stiff, oh, yeah. t- the hard tails. One dude got heat stroke on the way back down. Oh yeah, yeah, he was on this really cool bobber. He looked cool as hell. He was sitting with his hands way up here and his butt stuck out on his little tractor Daniel. seat. Yeah, and he had to stop at one of like somewhere oh, in the yeah. middle of nowhere. It was like 112, yeah. and he was like, he's like, I don't feel good. I think I have heat stroke. And he had to like sit on down the five. and put water wow. on his head. And dude, stuff. it was 104 degrees on the way back. It felt like somebody opened up an oven for four hours, and yeah. it was just it was kind of crazy. The wind that was hitting you yeah. was 104 That's, degrees. Welcome yeah. to riding choppers. So yep. Jake is pretty harsh in that air-conditioned car. I rode back with Mike. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, she, she was dying to get on a bike after He's all that stuff. That's, that's the worst kind of heat it when like a the wind time, does man. nothing. And Listen, I hope you guys come down with me because like, like the, the entire thing to me was that you guys talked a lot of shit last year about it, and I'm glad Josh came down with us and Mason, and like you guys come down and see. It's like, first of all, it's a fun ride with all your friends. It's a beautiful campsite. We eat. We fucking bullshit. You know, Mike, yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I'm going to let this be your thing. Sounds like a good, fun 104-degree <laughs> ride. Okay, honestly, though, like, going down there, and, like, you can talk a lot of shit about the fact yeah. that it's, like, yeah. a bunch of old dudes on bikes meeting up, and, like, you know, it probably doesn't sound like comfortable of a ride. It was so worth it, though. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, the yeah. amount of learning you do just being this around bikes that you're not cool. normally around. There's, there's a lot of bikes there, and you ignore a lot of the the regular ones, but you, you see some stuff that... I've like I have really never seen before. Like I saw like, yeah. saw a V some V eight bikes. Like you know, there's all there's a lot of yeah. It's just a culture okay. you don't get exposed okay, to. Okay, hold Santa on a second. Cruz. So like okay, this is kind of almost the you have the older guys who can afford actual bagger type Harleys that are super expensive, and then the show you're going to is actually the young kids who can't afford that shit. Are no, kind of some, making their own kind of stuff generally. There's some I of mean, that, but like then there's some mix. expensive builds too, for right. sure. Yeah. And yeah. Then, this is the and stuff that guys like had Aki build them a bike for this. But they're right. one-offs. Then Most of them are okay. one-off bikes. Okay. There are yeah. expensive yeah. bikes that never get ridden, and they're show bikes. Right. And then there are like some really nice bikes that, Yo, that okay. are. Yeah, that yeah, are right. like, the vast majority is bikes Oregon. that guys built, right? That that showed up there. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that one of the premises is that like you get a grass pass, which means you can drive your bike into the show, like right onto the lawn next to the show bike. Yeah. And you can win a prize. 
Oh, cool. okay. Yeah. So like, there's there's people who actually win like their custom bike that they drove all the way there. That's not a fucking only in the garage bike. Yeah. Drove all the way down from fucking wherever, parked it there, and won a prize because their bike is, is the prize like some. Tassels it's like or? money and fucking gift certificates. Yeah, they were giving out like five hundred dollar minimum prizes. The other thing is too, wow. the vendors. I Imogen didn't have her her booth up there, but she was just hanging out the whole time. But the vendors that are there are also very similar to the builders. Where it's not like at the Hollister Rally, where it's just like the same shit over and over again. It's oh, like right. independent guys with these awesome fucking shirts, great fucking <laughs> custom parts for bikes, and just it was, it was it's a fucking the the show is is the coolest is a very cool part of the of the, the ride down there but going down there with our friends and and taking the one ride down meeting cool people it's a fantastic adventure that i just hope everybody here can come cool. next year well, cool. nice. cool thank you for the report and i'm That's especially rad. glad that you took jake because i Go love fuck, yeah. seeing how her mind was oh well, she's gonna jake ride she's gonna ride with us next year jake yeah. uh, have you been to the dirt bag challenge in San Francisco. No. Oh, yeah. We'll take you to that, too. It's a fun one. Coming up in October. That's a good one. Another yeah. one. Dirt bag okay. challenge. That's October. a fucking great one. San Francisco. Hey, guys. JP yeah. Rodman, shout out. Guess what time it is. What the time for the Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week. Yeah, buddy. Wow, that was a long one. Wow. Me, me. A lot of crackles. Okay, I got, I got a special one here. Oh, yeah. And I went above the usual number. This one is listed for $750. Disqualified. Breaking the rules. <laughs> well, but here's where two worlds collide. Uh-huh. So, with, uh, we, as we're about to report soon, a bunch of us went to the Hollister Rally. You guys did the Born Free. We've experienced a lot of... I can see the look on Bagel's face Harleys. right now. trying to look at that paper. My. Is this a Mods and Rocker thing? I found what I found. <laughs> Is it oh, a look at that. It's oh, a ruckus. Hold on, hold on. Is that a KTM? I found a Harley Davidson. Harley Put ruckus? a cooler on the seat. Topper. Yes. Do you know what this is? I know what that is. You it's know a what Harley this ruckus. is? Is it yeah. Harley or AMC? It is a okay. Harley. That is well AMC. before AMC. AMC. <laughs> Huh. AMF. Now so. I will tell you or that AMF, yeah. this is not AMF. here in California. I like went to Houston ball. for this. Yeah, that's a ruckus Davidson. There, there so, are a few a ruckus Davidson. Around. So bagel <laughs> for seven hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> No. 1964. <laughs> Harley Davidson cooler. scooter only produced from 64 to 65. It says similar to the Vespa. V twin. <laughs> Bought as a restoration product. Never had time. Sold as is. Uh, Bought as a no motor. Bought as a restoration, oh, but then God. I sobered up. No motor. I was, okay. No. Well, you not have, that. Not no that, motor. Okay. Do you not, just like sit on it and run? Oh you not, not, it not looks like an igloo Fred cooler Flintstone with wheels. Like, yeah. <laughs> that shit's boss. Wait, you should have bought that as painted a, day glow orange. I did not know Harley Davidson made. We're all gonna laugh you out of the garage here. Did you say Dago? So I want to get Bagel's opinion. So what? What the hell is this thing? Even with a motor, I would not say that it's worth <laughs> 750 bucks, especially in this condition. It looks pretty rough. Um, it's. Mm, <laughs> is this because. Com- how's the geometry? Is this on because that thing? the Harley community doesn't accept it and the, no. and the scooter community won't accept it? No, they, they just, Love they're, the just, they're just child. not impressive bikes. I mean, they had, like, oh. I think a Briggs and Stratton motor, so the fact uh, that the motor's uh, missing is not, is not that bad, but. Uh, I mean, unless you wanted to really, you know, go for original points or something, they, they, but. Uh, these these bikes are are not very I mean, they're, they're, they're sort of a, a, a curiosity in the scooter world because people kind of get a kick out of the novelty of a, of a Harley scooter, which yeah. is yeah. only made for two years. Um, so 
there might be somebody who's willing to pay 750 bucks for this shell of a scooter. That's a lot of money for something that is in pretty rough shape and not complete. Um, I, you know, I, I would say that it's, I don't know, it's probably worth less than 500, but mm. I, I don't really know a whole lot about toppers. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's a neat kind of novelty thing, but they they were pretty underpowered, not that fun to ride, um, just really not a very inspiring. Well, full dis- it, it sounds like a, a Harley. It should to be me. in a museum. <laughs> yeah. Full probably. disclosure: I was trying to find a porn pick for a Harley under a thousand dollars, and that was possible. the only full bike not, I could find. Wow. It's like the not older happening. the Harley is, the more expensive it is. <laughs> yeah. Now these these are fairly uncommon because you know they were only made for two years, and then most of them just got beat up and thrown away. And I think they have fiberglass. Body panels. So what's, they, what's, the, what's the parts market like? You get a Home Depot and you that's just a, that's a, still that's like, a funny I, think, <laughs> I think it can be summed up in three letters DIY. Yeah. <laughs> what about. <laughs> what is if you go to the Harley dealer and ask for parts for your topper, they'll just kind of look at you really weird and like, what's a topper? What, like, yeah. Yeah. What's a topper, baby? They'll probably just beat the shit out of <laughs> you think, right there. I, I think you might be better off finding matching parts for that at a. Uh, KTM. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I have no idea. But all yeah. right, so maybe it's, it's not a, such a fine. But yeah. hey, finding a Harley under a thousand, I thought that was a good right. find. That's a good. And you did a Harley. <laughs> I had to find it. Uh, so it's, a, it's um, not a real bike. <laughs> so I got an email I want to read here. Mail, um, motherfucker. This is <laughs> this is from David. It says, "Hey, gang, as many others did, I recently discovered your podcast from the Norman Reedus show." Hey, hey. Um, thanks, Norm. Hey. And I also didn't know he Norm. was an actor. <laughs> so that's fine. You can just know that he's a cool biker. Dude. He's a biker. Anyway, I've heard your group bash Harleys and Harley riders. Uh-huh. I've also heard you're supposed to be a very inclusive group. So which is it? We inclusively bash Harley riders. (laughs) As for me, being a sport bike and dirt bike guy, my brother was always the Harley guy, and I always laughed at him. I thought of Harleys as just for old guys. Mm. Then about 10 years ago, we rented some Harleys and rode all over the Ozarks, and I thought, hey, this isn't so bad. Uh, Soon after that, I got my first Harley. It was a Road King, and now I'm on my second, and I still have my duck. So, of course, being an old guy, myself, perhaps... Uh, help me become a convert. My brother is now retired to Santa Cruz. He has been a long-time Harley guy, but he has had other bikes too and loves the English bikes, especially old Triumphs. He's trying to butter up Emma there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's pretty accomplished mechanic and knows bikes pretty well. Can we show up at your place on Harleys and check out your shop, or will we get run off? Please Absolutely. Do. Absolutely show up. Show up. We got a fresh yeah. dick for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> we have a fresh <laughs> dick for anybody that Don't, shows up. Legitimately, yeah. the joke is we just make fun of Harley's because it's fun and it's easy, but we like everybody. We like all kinds of motorcycles. No, no. It's, we make fun of all motorcyclists equally. It yes. just tends to be the Harley exactly. riders that take We're, it so offensively. I wanted to kind of address this, especially because... Um, a bunch of us uh, yesterday were at the Hollister Rally, yep. which is a very different, Harley different yes. and victory America. to see if chrome and leather and, yeah. and Indian. But we're just going <laughs> to refer to it as big twins. What's the median age of the attendees at that event? Yeah, <laughs> no, but you know, it's, it varies. Yeah, yeah, it, it, really does. it does. 103. <laughs> no. So, I, but first, I want to just kind of give our our ride report because um, we did the Vetter Challenge too. Yes. Um, 
So we What's started the out challenge so early know? in the morning, and Electric Terry on his uh, zero came and met me, and I have a, have a zero for the weekend. So I, I yeah, it's joined. Still, it's still charging out in the parking lot. <laughs> it's still charging. That, that is that is um, true. <laughs> so I did, I joined Terry and a bunch of us, uh, Mike and Jim and Zach were here. Yep. Um, and we rode out to Mike Corbin's shop, who we've done an interview with, which is really cool. Yeah, it's, if you haven't been there, go there. It's rad. Mike Corbin's shop is in Hollister, but it's not downtown. And so he has his own mini festival going on while the rally is going on. So he's got booths, yeah. uh, vendors. Stunners. Stunners. They got stunners. I'll say that the best thing about going to Corbin Industries out there in Hollister is Mike Corbin himself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's out there greeting chill. everyone. No, yeah. when you go, and, and, and the time, almost every time I've been there, because it's a nice destination, I went there to get my seatmate, but Mike's always walking around. How's it going? You guys having a good time? He en- really yeah. enjoys mm-hmm. being there. Yeah. I kind of like it. It's a little microcosm of the big festival. Um, So just lots of stuff to see and do there. And so we had to wait while we charged up electric bikes. For For our Better Challenge ride, (laughs) which is a fuel economy ride, 100 miles. um, And to see who can get the best fuel economy and it's electrics and gas. It's everybody. Uh, how do you do fuel economy with electric bikes license? It's a cost per mile is how it is. It's energy efficiency. Didn't, didn't yeah. the local gas stations raise their prices? Because so, of- and this is the thing. So uh, an electric bike <laughs> one this year because um, you are tabulating the cost of the electricity and how much juice was used, how much the battery was used, compared to how much gas you're used and what the price of the gas at the nearest gas station is. But because it's a Hollister rally, they bump the get price of gas up a buck and a yeah, half. But you know what? I, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, so oh, and there's a sign at the gas station that says welcome bikers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Your money. Your so, money is very um, welcome here. So we had, a, we had a nice ride and we had everything. We had a bunch of zeros. We had yeah. even there was the, a Ninja 250 with the giant Vetter submarine was, yeah. 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 Airstream yeah, Vic. thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Vic also got 180 miles Per gallon at one point. Yeah, 187. His top is yep. at 187. Oh, I, was, I was behind him, and there was fucking pizza box shit flying off that thing. I know. Oh, it's all made of dude, campaign no, signs. That thing made me, that thing made me nervous. Boxes. But that dude could ride. And, uh, and oh, then yeah. we even oh, had yeah. um, Way, who's visited us before, on his Elite <laughs> 150. The guy rides down to L.A. and back on Way Elite was, 150. Well, when we stopped at the Monterey Airport as our halfway point to have lunch and uh, recharge, everybody was talking about Way dragging pegs on the 150. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I heard that. I heard that. Not he, hard to drag pegs on a <laughs> yeah, I, I'll tell you that right now. He was riding my butt. ass on Mount Madonna. He was hanging a knee off. Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, go. I, I heard <laughs> that he was going board to board on that thing. Yeah. The next smallest <laughs> yeah. bike was an inline 4 600. So. No, the 250, the Ninja 250. <laughs> oh, that's Stream, true. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, yeah. but um, So we had a nice ride, and we went down uh, to the Monterey Airport where we met uh, Craig Vetter and his wife, Carol and son, Morgan, who bought us all lunch. Nicest people nice. in the world. Oh, my God. And we went there because they have charging stations there. So Crap. we charged yep. up and had lunch with them. And, and Craig, who's still recovering from his brain injury, but was like, I want to answer questions. Who has questions? Oh. Let's talk. He, he just wanted chatty. to talk to but people. He, I, I got a question. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who lost? Probably me. The Craig Better Challenge. Who lost the fuel challenge? <laughs> yeah. Raise your hands, naked Jim. Naked Jim like a mother. That's because I ride hard, motherfucker. I know. Who got, uh, <laughs> who got, who got home four hours earlier than everybody else? Naked Jim. <laughs> 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 
So who really that's won? That's the most. <laughs> who really won? Here? <laughs> well, that, that's actually not you, because me and Isaac left after Monterey and yeah. came back to right. Santa Cruz. <laughs> okay, so let me just get into this. Okay, so I rode the zero. You want to ask how the zero is? You want to know? Because I'm always talking about the futures here, futures mm-hmm. now. The bike rides amazing. When we were doing the twisties over Hecker Pass. I was just cutting you were, through. You were hauling ass. You you, you passed all of us. Imagine it if it had 34 PSI in the tires instead of 26. <laughs> yeah. I told you. I put, no, they fixed that. They, she didn't I, fix that. I, um, At least the front tire. Yeah. I, I took the opportunity in the twisties because I found having that bike that dipped really well into the turns but also had amazing jump from the the fuel from the uh, throttle response that i could just line myself up and kind of see how somebody's their line is and if they're going to go wide in a corner and i would just be ready and then just dart You'd in stuff them huh how is this centrifugal force like an the, and i was able to pretty easily pass everyone except for Mike who wanders back and forth in the road. <laughs> you see not, the size of my bike? Does not ride predictably. Yeah, I, I had a little bit of trouble when I was behind you too and I was like oh, I was going to go wide. No, 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 no. Yeah. Let me tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's because your fucking boy uh, Electric Terry and that fucking dog about to jump off every two seconds. <laughs> Dude, he doesn't use directionals. He just throws his foot out and then cuts you oh off. Oh my god, I know. He's like, haha, I'm not going that way. Cut you off. No, I take stop no, short. That's not. Let's get a Gatorade. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck he's going, and he's I'm behind him. So the electric bike it, it hauled. It was fun. It was fun. Um, the downside is the charging time, and I, I've said, you know. The electric bike isn't for me yet because it doesn't fit my riding yep. needs. Yep. So we were delayed in leaving because we had to wait for the bikes to charge. And then after lunch, we <clears> were <throat> delayed even more because we were waiting for bikes to charge. So, is there an impression that if you're doing a ride and there's any chance that you might have to charge in the middle of that ride, that you just you wouldn't do it? Um, well, not when you're riding with a bunch of people on gas bikes. Okay. It's just not set up right now for that. It's I not mean, set. It's not on the same time somewhere time and you have, charge it in five minutes. If you have time to stop halfway and go into a motel and do a circle jerk <laughs> or like a gangbang, <laughs> you know, here, here's what I'll come say. Come out about, an hour and a half later, then continue your ride. Those uh, only take an hour. Awesome. Here's what I'll say about the electric bikes. They're going to get the batteries figured out. It's yeah. it's going to be a short, get better and better. It's yeah, going to be a short gonna, period yeah. of time before you can go 600 miles on a charge. So I can tell you, I did. Terry said, I'm like. Almost like the twentieth person to do over two hundred miles in a day on a stock zero. Hmm. That bagel's like, oh man, that's a record I won't go for. <laughs> but um, congrats. So I found it to be very. It was comfortable. <laughs> other than it had no wind protection, so it's a naked. Just yeah, like I naked. complained about my super. I loved riding behind you because, like, the last few trips you and I have done together, I'm always behind you on the versus, and you're like doing the disco dance to stay alive. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking raining. I can't see. I'm battling the wind, and no, you're like, no, what no, wind? No, not today. But then today we, we, we roll up on the we roll up on the highway one. You know that big oh. sweeping. Turn oh, you are. Talk. And everybody's talk. on it, and we get up onto one. Everybody straightens up, and I see Liza just blah, 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 her heads. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's right. Welcome back to Welcome motorcycling. Welcome to bike life, motherfucker. Well, Welcome also, it was it was so hot in in um, Hollister that I opened up all my vents on my jacket, and I took my sweatshirt off. As soon as I got over the mountain to one, it was cold, and we're on oh the freeway, God, yeah. mm. and I'm getting blasted. And then my neck started hurting because I'm getting hit with this wind. And yeah. And I'm so used to riding with the My, fairings. Yeah. So then every time I would try and bend down to lean down, the the small of your back gets exposed. Yeah. <laughs> the cold oh, wind. Right down your ass <laughs> like, oh. 
Our t-shirt rides up. And my yeah. shoes and my glasses <laughs> fell off. <laughs> so, and I was very verklempt. So it's a commuter bike. So I would say bike. the bike rides great. Um, it's around then, town. And then when we got bike. back and everyone left and we had to sit and wait to charge bikes. Yeah. Part of the problem is that um, mm. there's different charging types for the bikes. A regular yeah, plugging into a 110 vehicles. can take like six six hours or longer. Yikes. Okay, yeah. Terry has a special fast charger that can do it in like an hour, but he only had one, and it has to uh, plug into a J-plug, which is those chargers for like electric cars. Is that yep. like a 220? Mm. Yep. Uh, so yeah. at Corbin, there was one yeah. J-plug, and there's one fast charger. Oh, fuck. So everyone is plugged into outlets around the Corbin factory, and we're kind of... S- rotating bikes in and out of the fast charger to try and get them charged up. So, um, And then we would get to other places like the airport, and there's only so many chargers, and there's more bikes than chargers. The Prius is behind you like, get out of my So the downside is traveling with that many electric bikes at once. I, and I, having to share resources. I think but, we'd run a Prius off pretty well, though. You'd be like, wee! But, but wee! something I noticed talking about, I mean, it's easy to rip on these electric bikes, but, it, you know, it's the future, it's cool, it's it's something to get used to. But I think if you were, a little, if you were thoughtful and prepared, you know, you could sure. do it in a really thoughtful way that would be a lot of fun, that yeah. would be really exhilarating. Yeah, it's not designed but, for racing. And like I said, yeah. this is like, you know, this is, you know, this, this stuff's and in its, its infancy. It's going to be a long transition. You know, we're talking... It, if you, two, yeah. three generations. No. Yeah, yeah, but those yeah, generations yeah. are going to happen over the course of like. Yeah. So well, it's, it's like quickly. If you, if you know that you're going to ride like a hundred miles that day, maybe take the electric. But like, if I'm like, oh, it's tonight's a nice day. Maybe I'll like go to Alice's, yeah. then go around, then go up to San Francisco, and like, you're not going to Born Free. Not, that's not. All what right. You're so hold on. Now, let me now, let me finish well, this ride report. So what I wanted to say was, um, the bike it rides great when you have the charge. Riding groups, not so good. Um, the other thing, too, is everyone came up to me and said, so how far can you go? So, and this is the, the thing I learned. It's a real variable. If you're riding in city, stop and go real slow, you can go almost 200 miles on a charge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're hauling ass and doing, you know, speed on the freeway, you can get that down uh, to 60 from miles. When you're doing biker shit? From how? Yeah. how, how the mu- way that we ride, you get about 60 how, miles. How much yeah. did you burn from uh, from here to Hollister? Oh, I think I got down to 23% or 17%, something like that. Wow. So oh, wow. yeah. About three quarters. And it was, it was full charge when you left? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So, um... So, it, 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 for the type of writing that we do, but we were, and we so were, this is we how were flat I, out eighty a lot of the time. So this is sure. how I felt though is like a kid in a candy store being told don't touch the candy. Like I've got <laughs> all this amazing power and torque, mm-hmm. but I know I shouldn't use it if I don't want to make it to my destination. Yeah. And that's well, yeah. that's one of the things about electric vehicles. It's like yeah. it's a trade off. If you want right. to, if you want to make full use of that power and that torque, you can do that, but you're gonna it's gonna cost you. Well, range. it was funny yeah. we we rolled and up to a stop. We were just about to get to Mike Corbin's place, and um, we all came out to a stoplight, and you could see it was like a good at least a half a mile straight away. <laughs> yeah. This is right before we were going to turn off and head into Mike's place, and I see Liza and Zach in front. Liza's in the middle, and Liza Zach, opens her visor and goes, 
you want to race? And, and I, I was heard, like, yeah, yes. Totally. I heard that. So the three of us were there. So Zach's on his SV650. Uh, yeah. I'm on the, the FC, FC6. And then Liza's in the middle. We punch it. And I don't know where you were at, but I was about in the top end of third gear at about 10 grand. And we just kind of started leaving Liza behind. Well, um, yeah. But that's well, because you were in eco mode, right? Well, I, I was in the wrong mode. I was, wait, I was wait, sure. Wait, wait. No, I was sure the zero was going to take off. Oh, I was, and I so was ready to get smoked. I, and so when I started passing Liza, I was like, oh my God, something wrong with your bike. And so I like let off the accelerator and was like, saw her start pulling ahead and be like, no, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what yeah, about Because I was so trying to make it there. Mm-hmm. I was putting right. it on, you know, onto right. the different the 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 So the, the best part, we so, get to the next yeah. stoplight. Zach, Jack doesn't even know where we're going. He just flies no, no, down no. the freeway. No, no, I didn't know where we were going. I was like, that turn's got to be coming up soon. Okay. Oh, and I just whip it. I was having a good time. But and as, I turn around and see everyone turn. I'm like, as, oh yeah, that is the road to Corbin. The but the funny part, as soon as we get to a stopping point, Liza quick enough can't say I was in eco mode I was in eco mode <laughs> <laughs> alright so what that without the VTX hey, 1300 that hey, fucking thing was listen, right, so, hold on hold on hold listen on. we got highway one and you, you still got the zero let's go <laughs> so that's my zero report for now it, it doesn't fit my riding style but yet I, but when I did have the opportunity to ride it it was awesome yeah but I just want to inject a couple little things here too is that one of the limitations that the zeros have right now is that they they only support 110 volt charging stock and that is a very slow way to charge an electric vehicle like my yeah. my car the Fiat has 220 volt charging and that will tar- charge the whole car in about four hours from empty um if you had that on a zero, that would be a vast improvement in your your ability to keep well, riding. Things will come. Or even even beyond that, there's also uh, the direct uh, DC charging, which is even you know several times faster than the two, the regular 220. But right now, it is still a perfect commuter bike. If right. you only need to it do is, 60 miles, and you can ride like a right. bat out of if, hell and then charge. Uh, yeah. You have plenty of time to charge it up. It's not a problem at all. It's just if you want to do a lot of continuous riding in a day, then it becomes a limitation. But that I think that's going to change. It's, it's pretty much what so, you are using and, it and for now, unless you're electric Terry. Right, and, and right. electric vehicles are all seem to be headed that way. So. so I want to get to this other topic that's kind of been burning on my mind, and everyone has an opinion here, but let's just get to it. So no. the email that I read, so uh, <laughs> said that we're, we're Harley bashing, <laughs> and uh, how often? I mean, we're, I, we get emails every now and then saying, you know, why you're always bashing on Harleys, and go. I always say, I'm I. Don't hate Harleys. I just hate the riders. So, um, hate the culture. <laughs> you know what? So you know what? Let's just go there because I want to say yes. There are some things. There's a reason why we make fun <clears throat> of of Harleys. And again, I'll, let's just specify. We're not referring to just Harleys. Yeah, but we make fun of chicks or fairies to the big twin riders. Yeah. But we make fun of the scooters, including. Including bagel, we make fun of squids. No, we make fun of we make fun of Mike, and we make yeah. fun of the supermotors for not being able to do freeway. We make fun. We of We do everyone. make fun of everyone, but then why is it that the Harleys are so sensitive? Well, it's just let's start with let, let's start with this. This is a episode from what is this? What is this? Yeah. <laughs> Moto. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and what is that from? What is that from, everyone? That's from South, South Park. Park. South Park. Oh. This is what Harley sound like to everyone else. <laughs> so I want to say, what is it we're making fun of? Because there is plenty to make fun of. And having been to the Hollister Rally, that, okay, 
I want to I say there are people who can ride their bikes. There are people who can wrench. There are people who fuck yeah can do everything, and they are badass bikers. It doesn't matter if they're on a Harley, a Victory, a Ducati, whatever. We know that those are bikers doing biker shit. And then there are the posers. And I feel that a lot of the people who buy into the big twins are doing it uh, like like that's like your qualifier. A mm, lot of no, the people. No, uh, well, a good amount of the people. Uh, part and of my issues are okay. Here, uh, let's just get right down in the quick, and I want to get other people's ideas what they think is into the quick. Um, the lack of the gear bothers yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Lack helmets. of gear bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. I saw you know somebody riding with Crocs on yesterday. That's okay. So what? Um, <laughs> that's, how, that's, how, that's how that's how Mark makes love. Great when you t-shirts and shorts um, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, let, let Liza preach. Let so, Liza preach. Yeah. I want to hear this. Flintstone breaks. <laughs> what is it? What is it that bothers me? Um, we always say how a lot of hard, uh, big twins don't wave back, and there's a certain attitude, and I know why because I used to be a big twin rider, but. But here's what I kind of feel like. There are a lot of big twin riders who only care what they look like or how they look on their bike and do not care as much about how well the bike works or how it's like it works. any type of motorcycle. We see a lot of posters yes, around Yes, I know. Here. We make fun of squids, but sure, they're yeah. not. We make fun of scooters, but they're not riding in saying you're always bashing on us. So why is it that they're so sensitive they but spend a lot of money I, to look cool, and they're and we're going like you don't look cool. I think they just look. Like, <laughs> I, I think they just look like that because they're breaking the wind or something. And I'm not saying that you have to wear a full face helmet to to, to be cool. I know a lot of people who ride, and when you come up and you're a person, we'll talk. You know, we, we want to talk to you just as much, but you do get some. I think a lot of big twin riders are elitist in the motorcycle community. They aren't interested. In dirt bikes or sport bikes or scooters, or they're somewhat elitist. Yes. Very Harley centric. Yeah, or metric cruisers <laughs> or anything. Josh, no, but why is that? It, well, Josh, there, there's ahead. definitely people that that are accepting. That there's it's all over the board. There's sure. so there's so many Harleys out there. But like I met this one guy when I had my first bike, and I somehow I ended up in a conversation with this guy, and uh, he was like. Oh, you ride? Like, what? What kind of bike do you have? And I was what like, kind of I had I had a GS five hundred at the time, and he's like, Suzuki, that that Chinese shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you probably couldn't even kick over my Harley. Da, 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 oh, you know, and, and I mean, then you go to Born Free, and no one's gonna say something like that to you. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just yeah, like that's some, where I'm coming from. Well, you know what? I, you know, my observation, just to jump into it, yeah. is um, you talk about like whatever a real biker is and shit. And, and I don't want to get into it too deep, but the guys that I saw that were like the bikers that customized their bikes that looked tough, they seemed to be able to ride really competently. And, you, you know, you wouldn't, it's the three patch guys. Yeah. Those guys were straight up legit. And I don't want to get into that <clears throat> culture necessarily, but purely from people that knew how to ride. That you could tell by looking at some of the bikes, they really knew how to wrench and they knew how to customize, but customize in what I thought was a pretty badass way. Yeah, and mean. like I mean, like we saw plenty of chrome and customization. As, you know, just going to Mike's factory when they're putting seats on bikes, and you can see all that yeah. stereotypical shit. But I will say that the three patch guys. They fucking they were the motorcycle guys. You could tell they worked on their shit. They customized it to look tough and functional, and, and yeah. they represented. Yeah. Let's just throw this in because uh, we didn't mention uh, one of the nicest guys I met yesterday, Sonny Barger. 
That's awesome. He's the uh, OG. He was just HMIC. the sweetest, nice guy going around just talking to everybody. <clears throat> and if you don't know Sonny Barger, as you can look it up, read his autobiography. Um, He's the founder of the Hell's Angels. Yeah. And there were a lot of HA there with him. There were, yeah. They didn't look as approachable <laughs> as he did. <laughs> no, they did not. But um, I wanted to say... I, I do understand. I, I, I'm not hardly bashing. I'm really trying to get to the quick of it. Why is there this divide? Uh, as somebody who has owned Choppers and Harleys and like being pedantic, big, big twins, I have, I have my uh, flamed tipped shoes and my oh, yeah. leather uh, <clears throat> chaps. And I know you wear them every weekend. I, I, I have my vest, I'll, but I want to say, just I do want to say. I know what it's like. Yeah. I remember the feeling riding the first big twin I ever had and you feel badass. When you were on that, you just feel kind of badass. Yeah, I don't feel that badass on my VTX thirteen hundred because it's well, purple. Well, Mer- okay, like that's your thing. But hold on. And then <coughs> that, you when you're you riding with a but group <laughs> when you're riding with a group of people on Harleys and you're rumbling in a town and right. everyone turns okay. and they look okay. and you feel like powerful. Oh we missed the turn. That. Everybody turn around. <laughs> I get okay. that. So I so I, I just you turn, I got bags. Okay, okay, first of all, being pedantic a little bit, like humans are tribalistic. So that's just how it is. Yeah. True. That's True. how it works. Too generally speaking sure, and sure, we right. have to classify and categorize and our pattern recognition just does deal that's how we, we deal with things mm-hmm. right and the uh what was the second aspect of it liza you were saying so uh, i'm just saying i've been there i've i've right. worn the clothes i have i've got three halfy helmets you know left over from those days um i w- didn't care about gear you know you just wear my vest and a t-shirt America. I, we all looked good <laughs> on yeah. our bikes you know, was, we polished our bikes yes but but what a lot of people here don't know, and if you haven't ridden bikes like that, you don't know that feeling of power <laughs> when you're riding it that you've harnessed this, like, tame the beast. You're well, riding this big this thing. American How much I know, I know you guys you don't know? get I get it. So then that I oh, think I that helps too. make people, turn people into dicks when they're on them. Anybody and, who's been on a large group ride knows what it's like to be part of a bigger mass of creature, you know? Like, I feel, you, I feel better than this. But it wasn't an American mass. Well, yeah. It's, it's a mostly it, Japanese mask. Yeah. <laughs> but I can, okay. I can say also in that first club, that first club that I joined that was Big Twins, I remember I, I didn't, I had nothing to do with them for the first year I knew they existed because I went to an event and I went on my Honda to park it up in front in an empty spot and they like, somebody nope. came out and said, no, no, Harley parking only. You need to park at the end of the street. And uh, I'm like... Rosa Parks. Were you the Rosa Parks of Harleys? <laughs> <laughs> what? You know what's funny? And then, but then I went to talk to some of the girls about their bikes, and I went up to this girl who had just gotten the then-new V-Rod. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. What's the displacement on this? Yeah. And she said, uh, f- Seven. four up and one down. <laughs> Sweet. So I'm like, yeah. okay, here's what's going on. Perfect. And that's when I learned it that. It is how you displace the gears, yes. <laughs> and so I'm like, all right, it took me a year to get to know them and to go, like, all right, I'll join this, even though none of them know anything about their bikes and they all ride on the weekends just to look cool. But then when I became one of those and I'm like, I feel badass. Sure. I get it. I get it. 
Uh, you However, know, it's, you're trying again. You're trying to rationalize motorcycles no. and emotionally, you know, whatever. One of the funny things about the ride yesterday. So we're doing the Vetter Challenge. So we leave Corbin's place. We're heading down to the Monterey Airport. Oh, it was for a motley. Some, it was a misfit Yeah, crew some some heading to the Monterey Airport for some fried artichokes, and mm. um, and it was a total mif- misfits crew. We had the oh, electric yeah. bike. We had gas bikes. We had the envelope bike. I was had, the only cruiser. Yeah, we had. And the, I was getting waves. Yeah, we and it was a Honda cruiser, and uh, <laughs> and we had the yeah we had the envelope bike. We had the elite. We had all that shit, and the ride route was a little funky. We went through downtown Gilroy. We went through oh some God. construction over Mount that was Madonna. A, that was like this one of the splittiest group rides I've ever been on. But the, the best size. best part is, and yeah, we've got uh, Isaac on his his uh, eleven hundred. Yeah. yeah, the ST eleven hundred. So the whole mishmash. We're lane splitting like crazy. We're like sh- going up the shoulder. All, we're going through dirt. <laughs> yeah. Tree tree yeah, limbs totally. are hitting me in the yeah. face, and we I were. Po- pa- I, I popped a log on my SV. But the best part is we were. <laughs> Passing Harley Rider after Harley Rider, sitting in traffic behind a car as we're just like (laughs) riding like crazy all over the place. I mean, I want to. All right, Douglas, come on, because you're feeling comfortable about this. I mean, why are we being accused of being Harley bashers? What is the question? Do hard bash that I think. (sighs) Have you been to the Hollister rally? Every person in this room, except for the. Except for Liza, she has experience outside of our normal culture here in Santa Cruz, and what we see on social media as far as what Harley riders do and what they're about. So we can't really, truly make fun of Harley riders or their motorcycles without experiencing the I entire have, fifty states. Maybe Knock has too, but we don't really know shit. Here. We know we don't. We see the Harley riders around Santa Cruz and. Maybe that's just the scope of people that we make fun of, supposedly. Actually, well, actually. (laughs) Well, actually. Do you see where I'm going with this, though? No, I get it. We're not really qualified to make fun of Harley riders because there's 49 other states that we don't really say too much. I am willing to bet bet the motorcycling culture, Harley subculture or otherwise, is way more diverse in California than, say, like the West. I'm sure. Or anywhere where it's mostly I was trying to give us an out here, knock. Well, I know. If you watch the guys doing the stunt riding on the Harleys, Jason holy, Heard. they holy were shit. bad holy motherfuckers. Shit. Jason Pullman. Holy shit. Jason, you check him out. Jason Pullman dude. could fucking just Pullen, stand this thing up yeah. and like just shit. stop and then keep going. That guy, that guy, that guy did stuff on a sports suit that I've never seen a stunter on a sport bike. Yep. That shit I have cool. no idea how he fucking like, bad motherfucker. Yeah, he's a great stunt. Yeah, and it tops out at 27 miles an hour. This is going to be one of those conversations that never ends. God bless him. <laughs> say, what, say what you got to say about the whole Harley bashing things. Now, let's just let it rest. Let's well, get it over with. Let's get it out the door. Uh, I'm going to go well, with my classic go-to. I've ridden every kind of style of motorcycling, and I enjoy every single one of them. So I can make fun of anything I fucking want to because I earned it. This is my say. Well, there I, here's what I think, right? I feel like if you see a guy roll up you know, on the street in, on like a Lotus car, right? And he gets out with full racing gear and gets a coffee from Starbucks. What's wrong with out, Lotus? Nothing. But then he gets <laughs> back in his car and like drives home. Or you see a guy roll up in a fucking custom charger that he hand built with a hand like sweat. And he knows what's going on with that car. And he's burning. And you're like, that guy's fucking cool. Because he's like, you know, he's doing the thing. And I felt like the same thing kind of goes because kind of like what you're saying, Doug, is like you, you guys, we, we were going to talk all this shit, but then come on down to Born Free and check out all these like people who rebuild their fucking bike 
bikes and 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 they're fucking awesome totally cool people they'll ride with you they don't give a shit they just like two wheels whatever this podcast brought to you by one free 2000 (laughs) (laughs) but if you go and then if you go to the hollis rally i see exactly what you're saying because it was like i swear to god i'm sitting there looking at people like all these showroom fucking harleys that don't ever come out of the garage except for sunday and it's like everything head to toe harley like came right off the shop no dirt on it like and and no oil on their hands it's like so it's just like you have those two types of people it's the same thing with like jixers like people who constantly bring their fucking jixer to the shop to get it fixed they don't pull it apart and figure it out themselves you know what i mean so there's like that that whole kind of thing where it's like either i have a little bit more respect for people who actually you know know what's going on with their bike a little bit and and do whatever versus like someone who just rolls up like with the image like you're, you're saying so i think that it falls it's an everybody thing it's like we hate everybody equally you know it's a certain kind of person but it's not specifically that it's a, Why it's can't we just love everybody? Zach, what you got so what bugs me how i have no beef with harley davidson they make they call they them make, big twins. They big make a they, no 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 just the, the, the company okay. they, or Indian or what you know. They, I got a big twin. They make a product that there's clearly a demand for that people buy and they're following the market for whatever people want. What I have a problem with is like I was talking to Michael earlier and like for, this it might sound a little uh, like this might be a little offensive but like you know uh, like a twenty thousand dollar Harley's like that's a dentist bike <laughs> you know like. And like, but but then then again, like a nice. But why do you say that? But th- I mean, that's what he was saying. Because what like, you were exposed to. Because what I was what... exposed to. But like a brand new like showroom bagger, like that's twenty thousand. You know, whatever. Thirty five thousand dudes in like the eastern part of the United States on that's that fine, bike, and they're not. And that's like, and, and, and that's fine if you like if you embrace that and you like you're cool with it. You want to and you want to like ride around, look nice, and stuff, that, that's fine. It's like. Uh, but I mean BMWs are too like BMWs are very expensive like high-end bikes but like they don't try not to be like what bugs me is like the idea of like it's like a dentist it's like if you're if you're a tax attorney and you're riding Starbucks every Sunday to get your you know to pay buy a twenty thousand dollar bike and you ride in Starbucks every Sunday to get your latte and then go to Hollister for a rally like you're like not a badass biker it's about but you're riding a Harley so like you're trying to image. have you're trying to have that image it's image and like that's and that's what image. bothers me like if you're on I a can BMW, tell you're all worked up same, and shit dude I haven't seen this animated maybe in a while just, if you're maybe doing the same thing on a BMW it's like fine that's cool. Like, but, but it's if, like if that's their niche and that's what they find fun and that's, that's how, what they get out of motorcycling, then good for them. That's fine. But like you know, I f- think call it call it what it is. It's it's a role play kind of deal. It's, call it what it is. That's fine. That's yeah. cool. It's yeah. difficult you know, to you're, distinguish. You're organizing socks in different. Liza, nobody can see you. Nobody can see you. Bagel, what do you got? All right, I, I have a couple of things to say here because yeah. I, first of all, thanks. Being, that's enough. Being a, <laughs> being a scooter guy, I get a lot so of Josh. So I know what it's like. But I actually. What had contact with Harley riding real bikers before I even started riding scooters? Was that in uh, prison? No, no, this is <laughs> that. <laughs> no, 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 but Bagel's never hard been as there. Fuck. Never been there yet. <laughs> Bagel's yeah. hard as fuck. I, I dated so. a girl whose whose parents were Harley riders, and they were super cool. They were just the nicest people, <laughs> and you know, and and that really dispelled, you know, the sort of the the angry, you know, antisocial biker image, you know, yeah. early yeah. on for me. And a lot of the Harley people that I met after that, while riding scooters, were, were I found the same thing they were super cool and sure. in fact a lot of them said that they started out on a Vespa way yeah. back in the day yeah. Yeah. so well, they appreciated you know what I wrote even though that's not what they choose to write today but I think that there are 
there there is a lot there, there's a much much wider variety of people who ride Harleys than we're we're really giving credit toward because there right. are there are a lot of people who've been riding for you know their whole lives and they just choose Harleys and that's what they like and I yeah that's totally cool they they ha- there's no reason to fault them for that and honestly most of those people appreciate other people for uh, what they ride when is the bashing coming well hang on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's softening the blow. What I'm, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying Let's to explain. Sam- sandwiching the criticism. Now, now here's, here's the thing is that there there have been... like like. Is this the prison story? No, no, no. Get no. to it. Okay. Harley, in order to revive their brand, they had to... They went, and they went all out with marketing and made this image... Uh, just, just hyper sensationalized in the United States, and a lot of people glommed onto that. They saw that as something that's really cool. You know, they built on years of tradition from from bikers. Marka, but but they, they they turned this into a business model, and so lots of people who were looking for something cool in their lives who were missing that went into this. And these are kind of like Johnny Come Latelys who came to the Harley scene, and and from what I've heard from a lot of bikers, they don't like these people either because they don't know anything about bikers yeah. and biker okay. bike history or even how to ride. So they kind of ended up, I think, giving Harleys a bad name in, in in over time because these people who were sort of the Johnny Kemp come latelys were the ones who turned their noses up at sport bikes and scooters yeah. and metric cruisers and whatever else because it wasn't a Harley. It wasn't it wasn't part of this image that I've you know glommed onto and spent all this money for, like you were saying, um, because the, you know, tribalism is very much a, a real thing in our culture. Um, but it all depends on how you draw those lines. If you draw those lines narrowly yeah. to it's just Harley Davidson. Davidson and everybody else is, you know, worthless. You know that that sets up a real, uh, you know, bad divide within the motorcycling community. But I if you concur. Dra- if you divide yeah, those, yeah. draw that line around motorcycling, then you have a very inclusive community where people actually support and appreciate one another for, you know, well, for, just for just for like squids on sport bikes. So hold on, yeah, that's, sure. that's like the smartest thing I've heard all day. Fuck yeah. yeah. Hold on, yeah. <laughs> we, we got to cut this. We're we're going long. Yeah. Uh, I just want to I just want to say I think <clears throat> I think you know talking to everyone for me it's about we ride to ride. Yeah. We ride our bikes to ride, and I think that a lot of people in Big Twins ride for the image, and okay. we see we some. smell the bullshit. Some people, so, yeah, and I think that's people. what we make fun it's, of. We're not making fun of right. everybody. So okay, the, it's the ones call, we smell the bullshit, and those are the ones that get sensitive. Call it a luxury product. It's a luxury product. Call it a luxury product. So, Stop pretending like you're, like, you're like you're a cowboy biker on a, a bit on a luxury product. Like come on. But it's, so, it's so okay. So the conflict, the conflict, sure, and totally. the problem. I get that. Yeah. So the conflict and the problem with the Harley bashers is we can't distinguish the real riders versus the image riders. Is that what why we do that? No, that, well, no, I, no, I no. Mean, like, no, honestly, it's 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 the it's the like fuck you get a real bike. Well, here's, right, here's I what right. I think the bashing of Harleys comes as a retaliation from the intolerance that comes from these these Johnny Come Latelys who don't yeah. really understand. Yeah. All right, what hold on. I think the, the, the time you, you say Johnny Come Lately one more time, you fucking started this. I think I can. No, no, it's like hold on. I think I can wrap this. I think I can okay. say this. Gonna I'm say just going to say... I know it. I know it. Yeah, it's going to be total bullshit. <laughs> no, listen, total listen to it. Go ahead. I'm going to say that the people who listen to our podcast are bikers because we're not Harley exclusive. We're yeah. not pitching to that image If I could afford all. one, I'd get yeah. one. We like all bikes, including big twins. The people listening are to this podcast are probably the real bikers. You're hearing us make fun of the posers. You're not, those aren't the ones who are listening to this. You, know, I you can see how we coddle the audience so there? I'm no, sorry, I'm sorry to there. our <laughs> listeners 
who are feeling butthurt. We're not talking yeah, about I'll you, s- but I think you know who we're talking about. Because just like I mock Fagel the scooterist, that these kids in in flip flops are giving scooters a bad image. Right. For you, real bikers out there, I think these posers on big twins are giving you the bad image. Because yep. I'll, I'll yeah. say the same thing, Eliza. I made a comment initially that the only like like whatever motorcyclists were the three patch guys because you could tell they they handled their own business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I was at Corbin's another time, I met some Harley guys with big flashy shit that could also tell me everything about their bike, the bikes they had ridden previously, the mods they made to this bike for performance. And they would be the same guy parked next to another guy that was a full-on poser where the guy had a you know a similar-looking bike and thing who, who knew his shit. So, like everything, don't judge a book by its cover. If yep. you want to know, ride with a motherfucker, and yeah. then you'll know. Yeah, don't I, judge a chrome so, by its shine. Yeah, don't yeah. judge a chrome by its shine. <laughs> well, but, don't so, be surprised when a dude on a beggar yeah. passes if, if you through twisties. Dudes, yeah. If you're one of those dudes that gets, that gets offended by what we say in the podcast, bash, ba- quote-unquote bashing Harleys, you probably all know one of those guys that were. <laughs> well, you know what they yeah. should do. And they should get a real. Bike. Don't take it personally. Just laugh at yourself, like we all laugh at each other, because yeah. we all rag on other bikes and riders. You can't too, take this so. too come, seriously. Come prove us it's, wrong. It's all pros and cons. So we just like the cons. To, the to up, answer B. to answer David in your email, can you come by the shop and will we run you off? Fuck no. no. Hell no. no. We'll Come check sit out your and bike, talk dude. bikes with us. Look because if you're a real biker, you can do that. Yeah, we we'll need a Harley bikes. influence, they actually. They come right in Hollister with us, too. And yeah. if you come here, I'll even give you some polish and a rag so you can polish my Here's, here's the best part. <laughs> 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 here's the best part. <laughs> 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 Let me see what you did there, Maybe some oil, too. The best part is if you don't ride the same kind of bikes, we could always talk about the ride. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I want to thank everyone for listening up to this point. You well, know that, that went better than expected. <laughs> yeah. If, <laughs> if if we insulted someone, you know what? Then you deserved it. If you're if you're laughed, then you know what we're talking about. Yeah. So uh, real quick, Knock and I are going to be at the Mid Ohio this coming weekend. Yep. Yeah. For the AMA Vintage Days. We're going to fucking Cleveland, yo. Yes, we are. So look for us. It's going to be my show next week, son. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I wanted to say congratulations to Mike for all the work you've done to the garage on the YouTube page you've now got 300 followers that's pretty cool yeah but they're oh, yeah. following you guys no they're not following shit. me no congratulations shit. to Josh who just got a super tenery yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that thing is sweet uh, for you Harley riders google that if you want to know what it looks like oh. um, and I just had to get it in okay, it's, a real, it's a real big boy it's gonna be some jab <laughs> shit <laughs> alright I think I think we've done enough so I think yeah. let's get out of here again thanks everyone for listening um, Patreon appreciate Everyone who has contributed there. Thank you Keep so it coming. much. Thank you, it's, thank it's you so much. So thank much. you so much. And uh, t shirts, I have a large left. That is it. If a, large, like a large shirt. A large, one large shirt? <laughs> no, I have a couple. Okay. Large, but if you want large shirts. Can we get shirts, some women's shirts? Not yet. Why are you such a so, why are you so fucking? If, just take a large shirt and then like tie if you, the If you belly would like a t-shirt, but you're not because a large, contribute to us on Patreon. <laughs> anyway, okay. I've done I've done the women's shirts. I'll do it again someday. But it costs too much to run three, four shirts for the girls in our shop. Mm. That's why. And Kat didn't want to pay the thirty-four dollars it would cost to do that. Um, I guess women don't wear so t-shirts. Yeah. And all our underwear has dick holes. So. Uh, yeah. But before we do that, Zach, can you please tell how, everyone how to? 
to send their hate mail to us. <laughs> oh, you can send your hate mail to us at Motorcycles. Well, you can find the links to it, MotorcyclesMisfits.com. You can send your hate mail directly uh, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. And you can email us your hate mail at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Attention you, can call, you can even call in and uh, send us your voice hate mail at... <laughs> 831-291-5112. Don't forget about our Instagram page and our YouTube page. There so you can go. send us visual hate, hate mail, too. <laughs> All right, let's, video let's, wrap up. let's wrap up. Again, thanks, everyone, for making it this yeah. far. This is Liza. I am Zach. <laughs> Bagel. <laughs> this is Doc. <laughs> is Doug losing his shit over there? He's losing his shit. Naked Jim. And Jake had to step out. Mike. America. Josh. America. <laughs> Craig. And we're out of here. Thanks, cool. Craig.